This is Chance Matt with Hardwood Talks. I'm alongside my co-host, Dalen Baker. And today we have a very, very, very special guest that we're bringing to you today. His name is Chris Claiborne. Give it up for him. Appreciate y'all having me on the show. Um, yeah, man, we're excited. Thank you for thank you sir. for coming. Absolutely. Um, so today this is the fifth episode, man. It just goes to show that we're working hard. There's some some consistency going on. Thank you for all our listeners Absolutely. across the globe, um, all of our sponsors as well. Um, but today is going to be a very special episode because we want to bring in Chris and bring in his experience. I think he has a very unique experience. Um, and Chris, I guess we'll just start with an introduction. Can you introduce yourself to us? Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. I uh, graduated from Georgia State back in 16 with a film and video and a minor in computer information systems degree. Um, I've been at Turner Broadcasting Systems Incorporated for roughly two years now. Uh, the position that I hold there is a digital operations analyst, and I also am a uh, highlight editor for NBA TV. Awesome. Yeah, so, man. So... That's really, really interesting. You know, you don't really meet too many people that, you know, work on highlights. Right. And, behind know, the scenes. Yeah, behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to have Chris on the show is just to kind of give some uh, a granular level of context into mm -hmm. what goes into a highlight. Also, what is he seeing from the players? Yeah. Um, and then we want to just talk general NBA. We, you know, here at Howard Talks, we <laughs> like to talk basketball. Right. And the purpose of our show is to kind of bridge the gap between um, the actual association of the NBA right. and then the common man. So Absolutely. Um, we're really excited about that. So first topic, and this goes up to the group, you know, uh, expectations for teams. Let's let Chris answer and then we're going to jump in. Okay? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Talk to <laughs> us. Right. So, so we, we're going to touch on the East real quick. You yeah. know, the East is very interesting right now. We just had the king himself leave, departed to the West Coast. So now the throne on the East is up for grabs. You know, yeah. the question is who who's going to take it? Yeah. Who's going to take the throne? In my personal opinion, I mean, everybody has to be looking at Boston. Mm, okay. You got to be looking at Boston. Me personally, I think that's my that's my first pick. Mm. You know, if I had to, if I had to choose my pick. between Boston and I might put Philly in the conversation. Yeah, now. I was about to say that's. My I think Philly is now. I think yeah, favorite. yeah. What, what about Washington? <laughs> Ooh, that means like ooh, there. Ooh. So, 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 yeah, for the past like three or four episodes, <laughs> we've been caught up on this whole Washington Wizards yeah. becoming the, the team to beat in the mm -hmm. East. Mm -hmm. I mean, John Wall, yeah, Bradley Bill, okay, Dwight Howard, added, you know, Austin Rivers, I, Jeff Green, Austin, yeah, Jeff Green. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I, I think a lot of the so-called experts. They are they they missing out. Yeah, you know. So, but don't get me wrong. You know, talk about Boston a little bit. Like, like, I mean, what, what do you like about them? We can just look at the last two seasons from Boston, and it's self-explanatory. Yeah, we really don't have to say much at all. I mean, with the acquisition of Kyrie Irving, you it's know, big. that was huge. That was that was the biggest news, you know, probably um, in NBA history yeah. during that time period. Um, and then, of course, the injury with Gordon Hayward. You know, what's his status? How is he going to look coming back onto the court? Right. How is he not only going to get acclimated back with playing basketball itself, like, because he hasn't played in a while okay. on the court, you know what I mean? Like, playing playing with, with the teams. And the other point is, how is he going to get adjusted to the Celtics? Because he really didn't play with the Celtics. Yeah. You oh. know, and especially with, with a lot of things changing with their whole, their whole roster. You right. know, Rozier stepping up to the plate. You know, Smart, he resigned another deal. You know, I think there might be a little bit of some ego shifting going around, okay. possibly. Okay. Especially with Irving now seeing that, okay, this team almost went all the way. Yeah. Without, <laughs> without me. Without yeah. me. In the playoffs. Yeah. In the playoffs. Right. 
With the rookie Tatum, let's, right. let's we gotta yeah. mention Tatum. Oh, oh, let me ask, let's stay on Tatum real for for a second. Okay. Potential. Mm. Mm. Where where does he cap? Where do you see him? You know, is he an all time great or is he oh, like, oh right. man, you know? I can't I can't say all time great just yet. Okay. I cannot, but I can say his stock is rising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let, let's let's kind of bounce off the conversation. Ben Simmons mm. in his first year, his rookie year, the year that just passed, mm-hmm. his quote unquote. Quote but um, <laughs> you know, all time great or what do you see in his his potential? I love getting people's perspective. Uh, this, this is I just don't like saying all time great. Okay, if they haven't proved themselves, I mean, they, he definitely proved himself. Let me first say that. Okay, but in terms of like the experience, like it's only his first year. Yeah, you know, Derrick Rose. Look at Derrick Rose. Like he was a beast his first year. You know, his first few years he was yeah. he was out MVP. there. He, MVP, yeah. rookie, like all that good stuff. Yeah. But and not to discredit anything from Rose because he's still an outstanding player. You know, he's just people always remember the old D Rose. Right, right. He's still a solid player where he is right now. Yeah, right. But you know, people always want to put, you know, these individuals who are balling hard like you know the Tatum's and the Ben Simmons. They have a great first season, a great first season, and they want to put them on that pedestal of like, oh, they're going to be the next biggest, greatest player. Yeah. Like let let them do is just ball out. Yeah. Let's let's sit back and watch. Okay. Right. That's you a know, great perspective, man. I let's sit back and let them do the game exactly. Or, Exactly. You know, it's peaks and valleys in this game, man. Mm-hmm. You asked me yeah. tomorrow about that. It definitely. Oh, <laughs> that was the shot. That was the shot. That was the shot. That was the shot. Not Lamar. Hey, so that's that Kardashian curse. They can't. <laughs> he, he slipped up. <laughs> I pay a little respect to Lamar. Man. But, <laughs> but look, so you know, Ben Simmons, we know his area of growth. He got to shoot better. Got to get on the free throw line and shoot better, right? Mm-hmm. So that's put him aside. Talk to me about. You mentioned Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Now. You know, we talked, we touched on this last episode a little bit. Kyrie's gonna be a free agent next season, mm-hmm. which puts him in a very peculiar, peculiar situation, considering that he didn't accept an extension this offseason with the Celtics, and he said it made no sense mm-hmm. right now to sign an extension, which means there is a potential that the Celtics could lose him after this season for nothing. Mm. Do you think he makes it past the trade deadline mm-hmm. in the Celtics jersey? Considering mm. the things you pointed out about Terry Rozier, his mm-hmm. development, Tatum, his development, Brown, Brown the list goes on. Yeah, Whew. that's a good one. That's, that's a great one. I mean, they can't they can't continue to pay these guys. You know, these guys are balling out, and if the salary cap is reached, I mean, these guys are gonna want that check, and somebody's got to go. Kyrie Irving, in my opinion, where he is right now, I mean, I can see him leaving. Honestly, I can see him going to New York. Yeah, I can see, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can, I can definitely see him, you know, packing up camp. Now, it depends on, it's all contingent on what happens this season. So this season, they're under the microscope. I think he's going to be able to make a decision once he gets back on the court mm-hmm. and he gets into the flow of things. And like I said, Hayward's going to be back in the mix too. So we don't know how that's going to, like, offset the chemistry a little bit. We right. just have to wait and see. Um, but like you said, he did not sign the extension. So in my personal opinion, I'm 50-50, honestly. Yeah. I'm going to keep it real with you. I can't even call it. It's hard to call. All right. You got to go one way. 51, 49, you got to go one 51's way. 51, he's leaving. 49, he's staying. Okay. <laughs> so if, Dang, if, if I was on the scale, I'm, I'm – because if – all contingent on if the rest of these guys ball out like they did last season, okay. I'm leaning towards him him going ahead and taking his talents off. Right. I feel you. Sounds like so, Danny Ainge going to have somebody on the trade block then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> February. Hey, man. They, they call it the rent snake. Mm, mm. <laughs> I know, I'm saying it's like everybody today. My bad, man. Um, Shout out to Lamar. Yeah. Shout out to Lamar. Hey, hey, come on, man. All right. Um, but yeah, let's, let's kind of go behind the scenes. For you know, sure. 
when we think about Kyrie, mm-hmm. you know, what, what makes Kyrie so special? His handles. Okay. One of the, he, he's probably hands down the best handler on the court right now. Yeah. You know, just his ball movement. If you sit back and you just really watch Kyrie, I mean, it's it's almost unbelievable the way he gets to the gets to the hole. Yeah. After three, four defenders have tried to stop him. Yeah. You know, shaking and baking, behind the back. Yeah. Lost the ball, got it back, almost went out of bounds, grabbed again, puts it up, and yeah. it's like, how are you keeping the hold of the ball? Like, right. He, right. This man has a magnet on his hand with the ball. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Can't let it go. So I think that's one of the, uh, the most dangerous. So you, you gave know, us the Celtics. You said Philly. And then who, who, who who's like your third team in the East? I'm going to touch on You said the Wizards. I'm going to give it to the Wizards. Um, you went over the Raptors. Over the Raptors because of what just took place. And we, we know what happened with the big trade. You know, if you guys want to jump on that, we can. Let's do it. Yeah. Because, um, I, mean, I mean, we touched on the show, but like, right. let's get your opinion. Let me, How you feel? Man. How do I feel? We, it's it's so baffling. Just just for context for our for our listeners, we're talking about the Kawhi Leonard trade to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, as you guys know, it was a long-standing battle mm-hmm. between him and San Antonio. San Antonio got Demar Rosen for Kawhi. Mm-hmm. We're kind of touching on that. So, yeah. So, what are your thoughts? For sure, it was definitely one of the most like, <laughs> I would say, in my opinion, it's very contradicting. I just wasn't quite sure why did they fire the head. Coach, who was also the coach of the year right. this past season, and let go of their best player, their franchise player, right. the All Star, Demar yeah. Derozan, who has sacrificed and committed his life to Toronto. He's poured his all, all time leading scorer, like yeah. potentially, in my opinion, probably the best Raptor they they have yeah, ever had yeah, in the history yeah. of their franchise. So you talk about getting rid of their head coach, who's coach of the year. You talk about getting rid of All Star Derozan, and then. Do you expect them to gain the number one seed again uh, after the season? There's no way. I mean, and we know it's going to be a re- rebuilding phase. Chemistry. Yeah, the chemistry has to be there. And not to mention, okay, DeRozan left. We're on, we're on Toronto. Kawhi Leonard comes in. They swap places. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Now, Leonard, <laughs> he doesn't really want to be in Toronto, does he? he he's, he's always been talking about L.A. from, from right. the rumors yeah. and speculation. He Hometown. always yeah. – Yeah, yeah. So it's like – Yes, you're in Toronto. They may be paying you the big dollars. Yes, you're a great player, but is your heart in it? Right. Yeah. And if it's not there, it's got to be at the core. You got to come from a positive place inside. So if it's not there, right. it's going to reflect on the court at some point. Yeah. That's and real. I That's just real. can't put them. I can't put them up top like that. Yeah. Now, if if the if nothing changes and the Rosen is still there, oh yeah, for sure. Right. Maybe Boston and Toronto fighting for it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> what, are your, what are your thoughts on what he just said? Yeah. I. I. You know. We've we've touched on this before, but I I'll say it again. I, I don't think Kawhi Leonard makes it past the trade deadline. Mm. I think I think <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I think during this summertime, it's been about the King, about LeBron. Mm-hmm. But I think the most compelling activity that'll take place in terms of off season or even in season transactions is gonna be trades leading up to February. Mm. Like we already talked about Kyrie. Yeah. You you sign him or you get nothing. Right. So I think right. the proclivity to trade him makes sense. Yeah. Considering the overall roster where they're at, right. and what they accomplished without him, there's no king in the in the East anymore. Um, Kawhi, smart move to bring on, you know, the friend friend of Kawhi as a you know as a staff member as a to the coaching staff. I think mm-hmm. that that's a psychological move. I like that. Okay. But no matter what, yeah. I mean, LeBron closes friends. Some of them are just facts <laughs> around the world. You know what I'm saying? Global. So they're gonna be friends no matter what. So sure. I so you know I, I think Kawhi is. To be honest, I think it's really destined to either be 
a Laker first pick, potentially a Clipper, but I think it's gonna be a Laker. Yeah, man. Laker. I, I, I just I just think the I think the conversation with Magic mm-hmm. is okay. How does Josh Hart look transitioning? Mm-hmm. Can we deal with a Luau Dane contract for one season? Mm-hmm. Um, get that off the books next year. Can we maybe look at Ingram? Are you even willing to deal Kuzma? And if not, and they might just wait. Yeah. But like I said, you either sign him or you risk losing him for nothing. And yeah. you basically gave away, as you said, the best player Toronto has ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And just just for context for people at home, DeMar DeRozan averaged 20, uh, 23 points, uh, 3.9 rebounds, basically 4 rebounds, 5.2 assists. You know, that's, 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 that's a guy who contributes. That's an all-star player. Consistent. Yeah. Consistent. 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 <laughs> Who's only twenty? He's twenty nine years of age, so he's and he's he has that, room to grow. Right, in his prime. Yeah, right, he's in his right. prime. He's yeah. in his soul. So, so let's let's it's dangerous. Go ahead and round out the the, the uh, East, mm. the bottom half of the East. Mm. Like, who are the last two teams that you have on your list in terms of? In my in my personal opinion, yeah, I would have to say, you know, we have to wonder what what's going to take place with Indiana. Indiana is my my fourth pick probably, okay. but also Cleveland. Solid. Yeah. Ooh. What's going to happen with Cleveland? Yeah, hey. <laughs> talk on that. Touch yeah, on that. Touch on that. Touch on that. Because I think we're going to yeah, okay. touch on a different t- topic on here, too. The king is dead. No, the king, the king left. Um, <laughs> and That's worth I guess, right. And we have Kevin Love. Kevin Love's team now. Okay. Um, back to the basics. I'm, I'm not sure where this team is headed, yeah. but okay. I know they still have that championship mentality yeah. you know I think it's embedded into the team to the point where they know for a fact they're going to the playoffs again I don't think they're going to tank at all yeah. um, at least not coming into this 2018-2019 season right. um, I mean it's a lot of politics behind you know why LeBron left why he did what he did he gave that team a ring and that's all he needed to do right, right. I don't think he had anything else to say after that one yep. Yep. he took him to the finals consistently while he was there yep. he has nothing else to prove yeah so in terms of you know what they're going to do this upcoming season, I think they're just going to build on um, their new pickup. We got Colin Sexton. Shout out to the young bull, yeah, the young bull. Cobb Cole. Yeah. yeah. You know we, he played at Hillgrove for a second. Yeah. 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 So uh, you know that's that's really cool to see. Really exciting. Yeah. Um, and he he had a great summer league debut too. He, I, I think I think he's gonna win the rookie of the year. We're gonna touch on that later. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad we're we'll we'll, 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 we'll say that. We'll say that for later. That and we'll debate on it. Right. Um, so, so so you said Indiana and then Cleveland. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about the West? Let's let's transition to the top five West teams. What are your expectations? Mm-hmm. Top three. Then we'll dive into the bottom half. I mean, it's almost disgusting what the Warriors have going on. Yeah. It's it's downright disgusting. We got. <laughs> Stephen Curry, one of the the nicest shooters in the world. Best shooter of all time. Best shooter of all time. Yeah. You know, that's debatable. Klay Thompson right there behind him coming up soon. Best two-way shooting guard. Yeah. We got KD. You have Kevin Durant, who is... Second best player in the NBA. The, yeah. yeah. Second best player in the NBA that is unstoppable. Yeah. You cannot block his shot. Right. You cannot get to him, so... That that him alone is just already just a, a lot to deal with. Right. And then we also have Draymond Green, you know, defense. Oh. Just and not even for the just providing the energy. He's I think he's the one that kinda is, is keeping the train going. Like he's the one that's like in the gym, like and the leading assist man. And the leading assist man, surprisingly. I didn't know you were the leading yeah. assist. Yes. Yeah, I did I did read up on that recently. So that, that a lot of people don't know about that. So he he's a three way player to some degree. And then uh also the new pickup and acquisition of Boogie Cousins. Right. Mm. And I don't we, even want to talk about him. 
<laughs> so we have five all stars yeah. starting. Yeah. They looking like the monsters from Space Jam. Man, you can't. So you think that they? You think that they? You know, when, when they get to the finals and win the finals? Minus opinion. Well, let me ask you this. Let me preface the question, and mm -hmm. then we'll get into that. Okay. Do you think that who comes out the West wins the wins the NBA Finals? Mm. I do. Okay. I and do. Now, now I answer the second question. Do you think that the Warriors are win the NBA Finals? Right now, I do. Okay. I, I hate to say it, and I'm I'm On I'm not even the biggest Warriors fan. Yeah. To be honest right. with you. On paper, it looks like. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't they go all the way again? Yeah. Like, looking at the stats, looking at the lineup, right. I don't see them stopping. I don't see them falling off You know, their high horse. So, you know, to answer the question, like the Warriors, I think they're taking it all the way to the top. Okay. Number one in the West right now. Um, right behind them on their coattail is Houston Rockets. Okay. okay. We got Carmelo that's got picked up. Now, Carmelo's playing style. Yeah, Carmelo, he might be washed out. You know, he's outdated. People are like, yeah, go ahead, throw in the towel already. Maybe you should come off the bench. You know, it's a lot of speculation behind that. But we know Melo. He's not coming off the bench. Okay. Let's pause there. Let's debate that. So, Houston mm. Rockets, do you think that they can actually compete with the Warriors? That's the first question. And then, Houston Rockets, do you feel like they got better or do you think they got worse? They lost... Gerald Green. Um, well, they kept he, Gerald Green. They lost Ariza. Ariza, I'm sorry. Yeah. Ariza, they left. Yeah. They lost Trevor Ariza. Yeah. Um, and I think he was a nice piece to the yeah. team. I think he's yeah, I think he, he was. He was, was, he was definitely some nice glue in that team, yeah. like the way yeah. it meshed. So, with him going, it will be kind of interesting to see, like, you know, what, what happens. Yeah. Um, and I know him and Harden had a nice chemistry connection going on, too. Yeah. Um, but I think the way Dan Antonio coaches and the way that Melo plays, it'll work out. Yeah. You know, Dan Antonio's style is like, man, just put it up. Just, just keep shooting. Shoot just shoot it. Just shoot it. We that's, saw that in the finals. You know what I mean? And that's mellow. Yeah, I can keep shooting? Yeah. I can shoot as much as I want. Right. You sh okay. He's just going to keep shooting. Yeah. Like, the whole game. <laughs> the whole game. So, yeah. I, think, I think that might work out yeah. in his favor. Um, but with Paul and with Harden, as long as those guys stay healthy, I think, I think they could be a dangerous trio. Yeah, man. I, you know, for me, I think the Rockets got worse. I don't think that they compete with Top three or four teams in the West. Okay. And the reason I say that is because defensively, that's just a big question mark. And we see, yeah. like, when it comes down to playoff basketball, right? Defense is the key. And then you lose a reason, like, who's big? Yeah. I mean, who who's taking this? Capella, we're talking, about, we're talking about Capella. Capella, but he's not on the wing. You're talking about we guard KD, LeBron. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, we talking about wing athletic defenders. Let's be honest. Who's getting out there? Yeah, the best <laughs> defender on the Houston Rockets team is Chris Paul. He's and six foot at right. best. And that's scary to even say that your point guard plays the best defense yeah. right. on, on the team individually. Now, yeah. your point guard is is one of the greatest point guards of all time. It is. But at it the is. same time, mm -hmm. like, like you said, bro, that's just a liability. Right. He can't block <laughs> no shots. He can, get he, he can oh, strip. Yeah, he can strip you He'll strip day. you all day. Right. Yeah. But he doesn't need to block. We got Capella. And I think he's going to step up to the plate. Oh, oh, oh man. He's going to get dunked. <laughs> hey, you see him <laughs> down the lane, bro. Capella's going to look like a toothpick. Mm. He's getting a lot more aggressive though. If you've been watching oh, him, he's. Please. I, think. I mean, I know. Let me let me take that back. I, I respect <laughs> the fella. You know, shout out to him. You know, but when it comes down to perennial All Star big man, that's not mm -hmm. it, man. Like, and we talk about him going against Boogie Cousins. No, Boogie's gonna bu he gonna muscle him up. Oh, all or, day. Or, or Anthony Davis. Or Joel. I mean. Yeah, or Joel. Like, bro. Like, I, I just think that 
the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Like, while they look good on paper, they got, what, three Hall of Famers? Like, Melo, sure. Paul, and then uh, Harden. Yep. Um, I just don't think that that's really going to translate into, into, like, the play. Like, we thought about, like, um, and I compared them to OKC. Right. Last year, it was like, oh, man, like, they hands down top three team in the West. Right. And then you get to the playoffs, and you, or you get throughout the season, and they never got it t- t- all together. Yeah. But, but, um, but I got to push back on that okay, point a little let's, bit. Let's go. Only because. Hear you. So here, look at Paul George. Okay. He's an all star. Okay. But he is like that. He's like, no disrespect, he's kind of like a washed Paul Pierce. Ooh. In terms of, he's an all star, but he does not stand out. When it comes to like mm. big moments, that's and, 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 and that, that, he's look, been criticized look, a lot. Remember this? Okay, see, okay, clutch moments. Okay, see, lost mm-hmm. to Utah. Yeah. No disrespect to Utah, but they lost to Utah. We talking about Mr. Triple Double Westbrook, who delivered, mm-hmm. and Paul George, who was like nine points in some games. Okay, so let's stay there. You said Paul George doesn't show up in these big moments, right? Recently, recently. Okay, recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give you that because yeah. like. The thing that's been crazy is just like how, you know, Paul George's trajectory on his mm-hmm. career, when he had them games against LeBron in Miami, you would think Paul George is like the second coming of like <laughs> KD or well, like. He was the second best player in the East for a while. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Dominated. Like, yeah. So, it, you know, when you say he doesn't come up big in big moments, I like, you know, I, I, I kind of agree just based on the last two years. Yeah. Like, like he, he he's an all star, but he's kind of like now he's in the West. He's small all star. Yeah. Like he all star, but he's small all star. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. I gotta get that to you. And, 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 and that's the thing. Like we we already we all giving props to Chris Paul. Yeah. Defense, assist, and you know he gonna get you a minimum you fifteen. get you thirty to twenty to twenty one points a game yeah. on any night, yeah. along with getting like I mean. So when you look at those dynamics and mm-hmm. Chris Paul, he gives effort. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he's right. one of the best defenders on Steph Curry that there is. Oh, you we, it's not deep. He's had good moments against Kevin Durant, and that's how crazy <laughs> like, to even say that. Like, yeah, dog, like, yeah. Hey, he doesn't back down. Right, like, right the height right. is not a factor. Right, so I think when you look at that dynamic, I think OKC just wasn't the right fit. Yeah, but what I will say is, we talking about everybody on the Rockets team except for Mr. MVP. James Harden, James. I think, is the biggest question. He's more questionable than than Melo. Mm. Because Why, hard exactly. yeah, because, break, break this down. Because you gotta look at the numbers, right? It's one ball. It's one ball. So it's only so many shots that can go around. Yeah. And you look at Harden, what happened in game six, game seven, when it was when they it's were him. up three two, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was Chris Paul was out, yeah. and they asked Eric Gordon and these other guys to step up. What Harden do in the moments? Come down yeah. dribbling 18 seconds of a 24 yeah. shot clock. Yeah. You cannot do that with adding Mello. Because they lost a reason, so that removes defense. But guess what? You don't win by being the best defensive team. Yeah. You win by scoring more points than the other the team does. Right. So mm-hmm. now you got Melo. I think it's Harden needs to just come to grips that he's not going to be the MVP this year. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think yeah. he understands that. Yeah. But then that's, that's interesting that you say he's probably the biggest question mark for the team because his game has to change. He has to. I mean, me, like you got Melo now. Be who he is. Yeah. going to be who he is. Harden is—he's yeah. got to be the chameleon for sure. So he has yeah. to change up his roles. Yeah. And to your point of him, you know, choking because now they, they calling him. You know, he even la- the 2017-18 finals and the season him. before that, yeah. the 16-17 final, he choked on both of them. Yeah. Now this this finals that just passed, Chris Paul was not 
present for that last game seven. So six and seven. Six and yeah, yeah, he was. He was up three two, and they missed what twenty six three straight in, in the, the third games, quarter. Yeah, yeah. Games, now so. that was like record breaking right there. So, <laughs> I mean, it is the Warriors, but I, but I just, I just want to say that two guys with a great de- defensive player in Trevor Ariza, mm-hmm. with other guys who can hit open threes, yeah. passing the ball was up three two. Yeah, against the Warriors. It's, it's scary to think about. But it's scary you know, to think about. It, I mean, being up anything against the Warriors is kind of like. Man, I don't <laughs> trust the I don't trust the Warriors. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tell me why. I'm just saying, you can't you can't turn your back on them. It oh, could yeah. be 30 seconds left in the game. You yeah. could be up maybe 10 points. Oh yeah. You don't stop playing. Yeah, you got <laughs> like, I'm talking about even once the game ends. I'm yeah. like, did, did we win? Are you, yeah. are you sure we won? Yeah, right. This is final. All right. Because those guys will come back, man. I've seen it time and time again. Hey, my you know, used to say, you know, you fight, hey, if, if you guard the man and he go to the restroom, you should follow him. Sound like some Coach Mosul was saying. Hey, you should follow him. Shake it for him. Yeah, shake it for him. Hey, if that's your man, you got you got to guard him. You got to stick with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stick with him. Hey, so, hey, that's what you got to do with the Warriors, too. Because, right. Hey, that's, nah, that's sleep on a guy. Like, they coming. They coming for your neck. So you say, so you say, Warriors number one, Houston, Houston number two. We got to be looking at San Antonio and OKC. I know we kind of okay. touched on OKC, but we haven't talked about San Antonio too much. Okay. Now, Greg Popovich okay. might be one of the greatest coaches of all time. Top three. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Okay. He's up there. Yeah. Now, it's not even really about the players nowadays with San Antonio. It's almost crazy to think, like, it's about the players for sure, but Coach Popovich's style, it, it's like – no matter who comes into the mix, mm-hmm. it's greatness still. He keeps that formula rolling. He keeps that train going. Okay. You know, you get converted. You know, he'll work on your style. He'll make sure everything is good. And, right. you know, before you know it, they're back in the playoffs. Consistently, just never stop. I mean, they haven't missed the playoffs in, what, 20 years? Yeah, it's been a minute. I don't think that's going to stop with DeRosa coming on board, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I think the word, uh, not the word, but the, um, the Spurs, Spurs, I mean. You know, they, got a, they got an interesting roster you think about bringing back. Um, yeah, Rudy Aldridge, Gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rudy Gay, mm-hmm. Demar, uh, Murray. Murray's point, there. Point guard. Yeah. Ginobili, Parker. Ginobili, no, those yeah. guys are about to finish up. This is their last year. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to exhaust it, go all the way. But, but mm. they lost arguably the best two-way small forward, Kawhi Leonard. Though he didn't play but nine games last season. Right. And what they were a top three seed last year. Or no, they weren't top three. Nah, I don't think they were. Yeah. Um, but they lost Kawhi. He gone, even though he wasn't there last year much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they lost Danny Green. So that's oh, a shooter. That's big, yeah. so, so, so you lost shooting mm-hmm. and effective defense from Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Who wasn't much, wasn't there really last year. You still feel good about him. And I, I do have to correct myself. Tony Park is actually no longer with them. He went to the Charlotte. Charlotte, Lions. yeah. So he yeah. did leave. And Ginobili's considering retiring. Retiring. After this season, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, nah, he, he's right considering right now. Like, right now, he's out. Yeah. Well, no, he's considering it. It's not it's not Because his buddy Parker left. I mean, come on. Yeah. Parker's out the mix, but Parker just released a statement one day ago. Um, you know, you can check it out from uh, NBA.com. He, he's saying that he's going to retire a Spurs player. Right. So what does this tell us? He's coming back. At some point, I don't know why he necessarily left, but he's coming back to the Spurs. Yeah, at some point, at least in his mind, that's what you want. Okay, ten-day contract in we'll the season. Okay, so, so we'll let his jersey hang. Yeah, maybe. We'll okay. see. So San Antonio, number three, number four. This is where I think it gets hairy. You got OKC, right? OKC. Okay. OKC. We got Schroeder in the mix now. 
Ooh. From Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Our number one. Oh, yeah, we got Schroeder in the mix. Mellow's out. Schroeder jumps in. No problem. Does Schroeder start or does he come off the no, bench? He come off the bench. Mm. Does he? Does he? Why Man, would he come I'm off the bench? I'm asking. Yeah, I guess Schroeder's an all star. Oh, yeah, he? He, he he was an all star game. Really? Yeah, he was an all star. Wow. Then it's shorter. Okay. Um. Let's okay. Let's let's talk through their starting lineup. So we're talking about Russell Westbrook at point guard, shorter at two. Uh, I think it's the other way around. Mm. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, you're talking about the MVP here. Well, <laughs> and MVP. Well, let's just be fair about it, right? Got ball. Let's be fair. This I, I would say the since since Kevin Durant joined Golden State. After they lost the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. being up 3-1 to the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. The NBA has pretty much been a positionless league. It's about putting the best five players on the court. Just be sincere about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, whether that means offensively, switching on defense. Right. So, in that case, it don't matter what the positions are at this point. I think if they want to diversify scoring who can free up and put a basket in there. Mm-hmm. I think Shorter should start. But we know all, all things are going to go through Westbrook. We know that. Right? Oh, for it. Of course, of course. Okay, so we got Westbrook, Schroeder, in whatever order. Paul, Paul George. George. Adams. Adams. Adams is still there. And we don't know who that number four is. Maybe Grant. Um, Grant, he, he had a yeah. pretty good season. Yeah, he had a pretty Shorter. good season. Yeah. But like, let's say let's say that, the, that there is their starting start line. Mm-hmm. Number four seed in the East, I mean in the West. <laughs> I mean, we ain't talking about no best ah, players. We, we missing, we missing one big bitches, topic. Bitches, it, like, I mean, that's that's really missing. Like, that's a question mark. Let's 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 jump on the fifth because you asked about the fourth, but now now that I'm looking at it, I'm thinking L. A. might. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the wild card. We got yeah. we got to factor in LeBron James. I mean, uh, he's. Hey, that's the dope. I mean, in my opinion. We'll go, we'll go ahead and talk about the yeah. Lakers. I mean, I mean, like, how, how you feel about it? Yeah, bro, it's it's gonna be very interesting to watch. I think everybody is just kind of sitting back and just eating the popcorn. You know, you're just sitting back, and you're just you're ready for the Lake Show to start back up, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's gonna be exciting to watch. It's gonna be a good yeah, sure. a good time. Um, I think a lot of energy is gonna flow into LA, where now we have LeBron out of, out of the East in the West. Whole new landscape, completely different atmosphere. You right. know, in terms of who he's playing with. I mean, he has a lot of young bucks around him. Mm-hmm. I think he's still playing with Zoe. I mean, we got Kuzma, but Zoe is like I don't know. Is he injured? I think he might be faking. I don't know if he's really hurt or not. But let's talk about Zoe. Yeah. Now, now we get on the Lakers, and you know, past four episodes for us, we just been kind of breaking down the breaking Lakers, yeah. really talking about the Lakers and what our expectations are. But right. Like, let's let's go player by player and like get yeah. your opinion on it first. So. So, what type of season does he have? I think that he can average a double-double, 10 assists, 10 mm-hmm. points. I mean, I think that he's only getting better. I think that I mean, yeah. his vision is something special. The way he plays the game is, mm-hmm. is, is we haven't seen that in a while, like just in terms of his ability to pass. For sure. Um, and then I think that as he gets older, he'll become a better scorer. Um, but yeah, so let's let's start with Zoe. Like, what are your opinions on Lonzo Ball? Yeah, to your point, I think a lot of things come with time, and Zoe is going to only get better. I see a lot of good things coming from him, and I think they don't give him enough credit. I think people look at Zoe and they, of course, associate him with his father and the whole hype of him coming out of UCLA and yeah. wanting him to live up to a certain expectation. This guy's gonna be the the best player. Ever. Like, you know, it's stop. 
Just, just let the guy play. Let, yeah. let, it, let the kid play. You know, and if he didn't have all the other hype surrounding him, yeah. all the stuff that people were saying, if you look at his numbers, he had a pretty solid season for yeah. his first year. For you know, a rookie, for yeah. a rookie, it was like it wasn't bad. You know, but oh, it's you know, it's ball. It's, he's supposed to be doing this. He's supposed to be doing that. He's supposed to be sh- nah. Just let him ball out. Okay. And so, you know, to your point, I think um, we're going to see we're going to see a lot of good things with Zoe. I think okay. he's going to contribute a lot. He has crazy vision. I think he's going to be a great facilitator on the court. Um, Especially addition. I mean, we got Rondo too now, so yeah. that's that's gonna be the interesting part. And I think he's gonna take a lot of a lot of gems from Rondo. I think he is only gonna get better. I yeah. mean, I think Rondo the guys might, he's surrounded around. Do you think Rondo might? Well, I think Rondo might start on him, start over him. I think getting yeah, get it started. I think I think they'll, they'll hand it off to Rondo because Rondo has that experience, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> this is Lorenzo's. Uh, Second season, so he has to sit back and watch. I mean, you got to sit back and watch the greatness. Yeah, you know. So but you got, but I got to push on that. Okay, Ooh. I got to push on that. Okay, push. We, now Lonzo only played fifty-one games last year due to injury. Uh, he averaged ten points, seven rebounds, and seven assists, and he led the team in steals. Mm. Uh, now I just want to say this: a guy who's six-seven, who is a point guard with vision, he ain't doing no good on the bench. Right. And he and he's the future. No disrespect to the NBA champion in Rondo. Yeah. I mean, so I'll put it out here like this. Like, I think Rondo mentors Ball. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, Ball is not a score-first guy. Yeah. Mm. Which is perfect because we could arguably, we could say this. We haven't seen a better potential young point guard play with LeBron in his whole career. In terms uh, of a Kyrie. Kyrie. I'm talking about a, 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 a true point guard. Ky- Kyrie... This guy can average 25, 26 points in the <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah. Like, 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 he never averaged more assists than LeBron when he played with LeBron. Yeah. So I'm saying this is a guy who could bona fide, bona fide average more assists than LeBron because he's a pass-first guard. Yeah. Mm. Who's 6'6", six, 6'7"? Six, 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 okay, let's talk about mm. it. So when the playoffs start, are you picking Lonzo over, over Rajon playoff Rondo? Like, the, good, the good thing is we have 82 games to see, right? Okay. Right, right. But here's the thing: with Rondo being shorter than Lonzo, you have a situation where you because it's about who's best match. Yeah. Right. How can I put the best five guys on the floor for the majority of the time of the game? Okay. Mm-hmm. Not the whole. I mean, not the entire game, but the but the majority of the game. Yeah. Who says you can't have because LeBron is a point forward, right? You know what I'm saying? This guy can play almost center, right? Yeah. I mean, like. And they, they, we've heard the speculation about him maybe playing center. Yeah. So think about <laughs> the possibility of having Rondo at point or having a, a split point with Rondo and Lonzo. Yeah. On the court at the same time. At the same time, you got defense from Rondo. Mm-hmm. You got size from Lonzo. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the first time we can see LeBron not have to take the ball out and bring it up the court. Right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what, how do you feel about it? I mean, I think that, like I said, I think Rondo, playoff Rondo is like, you know, you can't match his game. Um, and I think that he starts over over Lonzo in the playoffs. However, I think that Lonzo, I mean, you, you make a good point in terms of like his ability to develop and his potential, and the benefit of having Rajon there on a daily basis right. could be huge. Um, but when I think about just the Lakers in general, mm-hmm. I, I see them, you know, fluctuating in between that three and four seed. I think a lot of people sleeping on the Lakers; they don't see really what the potential is. Um, but, you know, I think they're three or four seed. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited. I think they have an opportunity to really make a deep run okay. into the playoffs based on the fact that the, the West, even though it's a strong um, a strong conference right now, 
you can't count out LeBron James. Of course. So I got a quick question for you. Okay. Do we see LeBron James in the finals in the next two, three years? Oh, yeah. I think it's the best that one. You think, think, you think we'll see him again? Oh, yeah. West? I, I think so. I think that he gets his, his what, fifth ring out there with the Lakers. Okay. Or no, he's not. Fourth. He's not. Fourth, fourth, fourth ring. I'm sorry. I'm, you know. But yeah, I think he gets his fourth ring out there with the Lakers. Okay. Um, I just, That's I honestly believe that he's going to go down as the, the greatest player of all time. <laughs> um, the biggest debate ever, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Kobe, LeBron, MJ. Come I don't on even now. think Kobe's in the conversation. For the greatest player of all time? Yeah. Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa. Hold on. First and foremost, happy birthday, Kobe. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me not Happy 40th yeah. to the Mambo. Yeah. Black Mambo. <laughs> hey, salute, Kobe. I mean, that's salute all day. All, yeah. no, dis- no disrespect. Yeah. Now, y- y'all know I'm a, on the record. This is Dalen Baker. I speak, these are my <laughs> thoughts. I'm a Kobe hater. Mm-hmm. But I, hey, because, hey, hey, hey. because LeBron is there, I'll give, I'll give Luke Walton 30 games. Mm-hmm. If it ain't looking good, I would hire Kobe as the head coach. Whoa. You heard it here first. Wow. Dalen wow. Baker, you heard it here from Harvard Talks. <laughs> Jenny Bluss, if you got any sense, if Luke is messing up, Magic, if, he, if, if Luke ain't looking good, 30 games. Pull him out. Pull him out. Kobe Bryant, head coach, <laughs> run it. And tell him and LeBron, figure it out. Does Kobe take the gig? No. Oh, I think he takes it. Oh. I think he takes it. He says yes, you say no. He just Why? won an Oscar. <laughs> come on, come on. I, I think there's a greater chance of Kobe coming back and playing than him taking the head coaching job. Oh, wow. And this is why. I think Kobe has zero experience coaching. Um, and, and you know, LeBron James is notorious for, like, how he runs this, coaches into the ground. For sure. Kobe, this is not Kobe's first job. Like, this mm-hmm. can't be Kobe's first job. Why not? To your point, I think their leadership skills are different. Yeah, like, totally Kobe, different, LeBron. Yeah. Now, I can see LeBron when he's off the court. I can easily see him coaching and running the team. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I mean, he does that already. Kobe, now, Kobe yeah. is his own man. Like, yeah. he, he don't give a damn about what you got going on. Uh, Kobe's going to ball out. Yeah. He's going to get his. You might get yours. But it'd be a scrap in the locker room. <laughs> but, yeah. But, 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 <laughs> LeBron versus Kobe. I don't care right. if you hate LeBron or if you like LeBron. One thing we can all agree. Kobe has that assassin mentality, player-wise, like Jordan had. Yeah. That's the one he thing. He has that killer mentality. Right. That's the one thing I think we could say LeBron could benefit from somebody who's in an influential position saying, hey, mm-hmm. take the game over. That's what you got magic for. I don't think Man. Kobe's the right dude for that. I, I think, <laughs> I think that, that, that what LeBron needs is a, a strategic coach. Because when you, we talked about this a lot last year when Cavaliers were playing, you could see, tell that Lou was just going, you know, straight Cookie out. cutter. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, these the players, <laughs> this the game plan. Oh, like, no adjustments. Like, no matter who's on the court, give it to LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Watch LeBron. Yeah. It's like, LeBron is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand. Well, we got to give him some credit, too, though. Yeah, I know he needs a little respect on the name. He's a great coach, and we'll see that this year, that, right. you know, <laughs> what he does. But at the same time, I think what LeBron needs in order to take his career a step further is a strategic coach. And I don't think mm-hmm. Luke Walton's that guy, like you said, 30 yeah. games, get him out of there. Short leash. Um, but sure. I think that you need somebody who's strategic enough to play against the Warriors. Like, mm-hmm. And you're talking about teams that shoot a lot of threes. How can we combat that mm-hmm. with maybe slowing the game down, playing great defense, right. and really attacking the basket? Because good shooting don't always last. You think about the Houston Rockets mm-hmm. last year, 26 straight missed threes. That's, yeah. Had the Rockets down, you know, <laughs> three Think two. about stuff. Hey, when you, had the Rockets. you already hear first on Hardwood Talks. 
If not Kobe Bryant, thirty game leash for Luke Walton. Bring in Mark Jackson. Man, I'm, I'm gonna tell that. it. I'm gonna tell it like this. I think we'll see Kobe playing in the big three with Ice Cube yeah. <laughs> before we see him coaching on the court. Hey, look, look, look. And that's just my opinion. It sounds crazy. hardwood talk. Right, right. Hey, that sounds sound crazy, but all I'm going to say is this. If we get to that point, I'm just thinking about who's available. Yeah. Okay. Who's on the market and who can manage personalities. And mind you, they got to be strong they self. Yeah. Phil Jackson ain't coming back, and I don't want Phil. Hell no. <laughs> Luke, we going to see, because he there. I like Kobe or I like Mark Jackson. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, Doc Rivers ain't available. So that's interesting. What's Doc gonna do? Cause Clippers, uh, man, Doc. I mean, I don't think he got it no more. I think I think Doc might be be throwing in his house. So yeah, yeah. I think he's got done. Him. I think he's he's done, man. I think he's he's had a great run. On his way out, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Salute him though. And uh, another another team I want to touch on in the West, Timberwolves. Ah, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do. Okay. I'm interested to see what they do. <laughs> if Jimmy Butler stays, because it is speculation. He sounded like me from last year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they had, like, you look at the roster, and you're like, man, like, hold up. They like, look this, good on paper. They look great on paper. Yeah. We got well, Butler. Yeah, who we got We got uh, Wiggins. We got Car Anthony Towns, which probably had his best season ever. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Last year, and he's only getting better. We got... Um, Rose, I mean, you know, he, he's still he's still in, okay. coming off the bench. We have um, Taj, Jamal, yeah, Taj Gibson, got Gibson, um, Jeff T, Jeff T, Jeff T is still in the mix. I mean, we got we got a handful of cats. I think okay. if if they push in the right direction, we could we could see what comes out of the West. Now, will they make it to the playoffs again? I think so. And I know they got knocked off, you know, that first round, but I think they got a little taste of. I just I think they got a little taste of the blood and they want to come back for more. Yeah, but it's all contingent on Jimmy Butler now. And Jimmy Butler, another Kyrie yeah. Irving situation. Yeah, another Kyrie Irving. Does he situation. make it to the trade? I mean, to the to the trade deadline in February, uh, or do they risk losing him for nothing? Yeah, and he already expressed that he is out the door. Yeah. Okay, to that point. But if that's this, the case. No way, no hell. Like they not making it to the playoffs. Yeah. But but let's see. Like mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that. You know, the Timberwolves had that hunger. If you look at their roster, it's a lot of their star players are young guys. Mm-hmm. And I, the young guys are typically about securing the bag. Yeah. That's been a recurring theme for our, sure. our talks and our episodes. But <laughs> just get the money. Yeah, just don't get win, money. just get the like, money. Get the money, secure right. the bag. And, and you know, the young players, they don't have that thirst for a championship right now. Mm. And that's evident. I mean, you think about this team, man. Like, if you look at them on paper, you'd be like, oh, man. And they gotta be. They could be top three, top four seed <laughs> in the West, but they don't have that drive. That's true. And I, and I think that they're missing one player that can actually like get them over the hump because I think their two superstars mm-hmm. are Carl, Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins. Jimmy Butler. And Wiggins, I, you don't think he's up? I don't think he's. I don't think. He, I think he's a great player. When like, Butler came on board, he did low key take. Yes, step and that's back. what I'm saying. Like that's that dog that we're looking mm-hmm. for within a. He was definitely passive a little bit this past Yeah, season. and he doesn't have that. And I think that I that's something that's, like, it's shameful to see because this man yeah. has true talent, bro. Like, you think about just the ability to score. He has, like, Kobe scoring mechanics. Right. But also, like, LeBron James athleticism. He probably used like, only six, 70%. Six, eight. Yeah, 6'8". Yeah. He jump out the gym. Like, he has not used all his potential. Yeah, and I, I, I just hate that. that he's not, like, being more aggressive and being mm-hmm. more assertive because right. – 
he has every ability to be that superstar that we look for. Right. The reason he was the number one draft pick. Yeah. It's the braids. That's what it it's, the, <laughs> it's the braids. It's the braids. The braids. He's got to let him go. Braids. The braids and the it's, green it's shoes. Different time. That was two thousand one. Yeah. It's a different time, man. So I mean, I, you know, I really, if Andrew Wiggins ever listens to this podcast, I hope that I inspire him to like be more assertive and be more For aggressive sure. because I see greatness in right. him, right. and I really want him to step into his greatness. Yeah. Hey, so, Andrew. Yeah. Just give give more effort on defense. That's oh, all it is. Yeah, you yeah, you better right there. No matter what you do offensively. Bro, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Andrew has, like, a complete game in front of him. Like, he has the complete package. He could right. be Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Like, there's no stopping him right. from being that top three player in the league. He just has to be more aggressive Absolutely. on both ends of the court. So, if they get hungrier, if, if something is summoned up between Wiggins and Butler, where they're just like, you know what, this is, like, I'm this leaving it. it. This is it. Like, if they go in full force – so the top, like, do you see them being in a, a top five? If if Wiggins gives me twenty and ten, and Cap gives me twenty and ten, and Butler gives me eighteen to twenty, and I don't know about his rebounds, mm-hmm. but like you know, if he can come in as that third superstar, I think yeah, I can see them being a top four seed and going deep into the playoffs. Okay. Now the thing, look, just to add some more context to the the, the argument is, like, where do they fall in between those, like, middle-tier teams? Like, is it yeah. the Wizards? Or not the Wizards, but the, the Jazz? Utah Jazz, I was just about to mention Or that. is it OKC? I think they all kind of bunch right there. And I, it's like, exactly. That could be the that Lakers. Bottom, yeah. yeah, that could be the Spurs. That eight to five range is, right. I mean, it's cycling down to the last game chance. Like, yeah. it's, it's literally that's, cycling that's, down to the last game. Right, and that's the Western Conference. That's the Western Conference. It's a like, shootout. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> Shoot. they, could be, they could be top four. Or they could be, be the bottom. Yeah, they could be. Or might eight. not yeah. make it. Yeah, if if somebody else shows yeah, up in the race. Right. God forbid an injury happens. God forbid Denver just have a breakout season um, and does something crazy. They're wild part too. Yeah. But that's the thing. We we looked at ESPN top 10 power rankings. Yeah. They was talking. They had the Jazz and the Nuggets ranked ahead of the, the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. was the whole NBA, not just the Western Conference. Yeah. They had, I, I would never put the Nuggets in the top not 10 the, teams. <laughs> Your boy IT's with them. I know, I'm messaging. I wish I would have saw hey, his face. His, his face scale reflects everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I, I'm. But look, I'm just. I'm just saying. At, at the end of the day, man. I look. I, I was Minnesota. I was in your same position last year. Yeah. I thought they was gonna be like. And maybe time that's to what it is. I'm thinking last year going in, I was. Yeah. I had that same and mindset. The biggest <laughs> issue with them is this: they don't know what's gonna happen with Butler right. between now and February in the trade deadline, and they still have not secured Jamal Crawford. So I think Jamal Crawford is still the most valuable. Crawford. Right, he's still the most valuable player out mm-hmm. there besides Rodney Hood. Who Rodney Hood is a is a RFA, he's a restricted free agent. Yeah. Yeah. But right now it's so tough to get a, a good offer sheet if he was to walk away from the Cavs. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. that I know we that's Eastern Conference, but I will just say we didn't touch on that. But I no, think if the Cavs point. if the Cavs can retain Rodney Hood, you could mm-hmm. try to emulate some offensive patterns right. that LeBron was put in far as like plays directed to him because mm-hmm. Rodney Hood is six eight. But like yeah. I said, that's to be seen. But yeah, I, you know the West is different, man. Um, it's really the wild wild west. I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's yeah. no joke. <laughs> it is. It, it is, man. It is. But you know, we'll yeah. see. Okay. So let, let's let's kind of, I guess I know we don't ran into the rabbit hole of the Western Conference. Because, like, <laughs> you talk about one team, you pretty much got to talk about them all, right? right. So, um, 
you know, let's kind of go back into, you know, just players. So, uh, KD, Paul George, Harden, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron were seen at the Rico Hines open mm-hmm. run maybe a couple days ago. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, what are your thoughts? We, we know that LeBron <laughs> watched. Yep. You know, he wasn't mm-hmm. a part of the game, but <clears throat> I think that might be a little foreshadowing. Mm. But, like, let's open the conversation up. Mm. Chris, we'll start with you. What do you think about that? Seeing Harden, those guys all together. Yeah, yeah. It was it was cool seeing those guys play together again. Um, you know, having having a lot of old teammates join teams. You know, yeah, once again, that was Harden. Yeah, that was cool game. to see. And Harden, I mean, he moves so fluid. Yeah. I mean, this guy's like, he'll casually just put up forty points. You're right. Like, right. Hey, you got to rewind. Like, he put up forty points. Right. Like, yeah. you watch it, you know, you barely see anything. But right. he didn't slid right past you. So I think Harden is doing what Harden does. I mean, Arena MVP. I mean, first of all, respect for him being out there, you know, because. Let me frame the conversation because I know we know that these players are great players. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. perennial all stars, legends, right? Mm-hmm. Superstars. Let's yeah. let's let's kind of get into like what this open run could mean. Like, what is the what is the significance of this open run? Mm-hmm. I think that it foreshadows free agency for next year. Right. When we think about Kawhi being in the mix, maybe mm-hmm. he comes to LA. Right. Maybe KD joins. The Lakers, maybe, okay. you know. So a lot of subliminal messages yeah, in there are being sent out. Yeah, we're hitting at something. Yeah. You know, what are your it, thoughts on that? Do you think that there could be any change that way? I think so. I mean, these guys are family. I think yeah. they don't look at it like the last few years, I think the landscape has changed in the league. Okay. If, if, especially with, like, all these recent – I mean, we saw with IT, for instance. Like, he had the carpet ripped right under him. Yeah. You know, he, he went from being, like, you know, almost an MVP – to just getting tossed around like a rag doll Man, through the league and selling right. for like a $2 million contract or something. He was Sad. about to get a max deal. Yeah. Gave his life to the Celtics almost, you know, playing right out of his pass. So we saw guys getting thrown around. We've seen DeRozan th- thrown around. So now the players are thinking like, hey, man, screw it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, is loyalty there with these teams? All right. Let me just jump on board with who I'm meshing with. Let me, let me just have a good time while I'm playing. And so I think, like you said, to your point, I think we saw a lot of – Ideas start to float around. Yeah. We saw we saw a lot of different what if. Yeah, it's like, like it's like man, like all of these guys in the gym together. Yeah, like hmm, something's going on. I mean, they that's talking. Not, that's not normal. They right? talking because like you know when you see LeBron, like LeBron will come to the gym like just to mess around, bro. Like <laughs> it's you know the only time I ever seen LeBron James on the sideline watching the game is like. Bronny James, right? Right, right, right. Coach, yeah, yeah. Coach, yeah. 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 See him just, you know, just in the gym just to go watch a game. Like, mm-hmm. nah, bro. Like, we talking about LeBron James and the fact that he was watching these four All Stars. Like, <clears throat> he planted some seed somewhere. Like, LA is his town. Right. UCLA is in his backyard. Like, <laughs> hey, not to mention that run with him, Kevin Durant, and Kawhi Leonard. Oh, when they ran together. Say, this what I'm talking about, man. Like, the seed has been planted. <laughs> Game. The seeds have been I know planted. A lot of people are like, oh man, it's just a game. Like, that just happened, and they, mm-hmm. they probably overlooked that. But, like, right. mark my words, episode five, Hardwood Talks, there's some significance to that game to this day. That Rico, H- Rico Hines open run. A lot more that means style. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a All lot right, of time so, travel. Dave, did you have any thoughts on that, or did you want to comment? Yeah. I, I mean, look, it, it's really simple. I think. Um, LeBron James, the best player in the world. He's 33 years of age. He'll be 34 in this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, he's teamed up with Magic Johnson. He's got <laughs> the financial support of Jeannie Buss. Um, he's got the, you know, the darlings of the NBA, the Lakers, as far as just the franchise organization. Palm trees. Hey, 
I, I think it, I think next year we could be looking at a, a transaction that could be moving Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant onto that team. Mm-hmm. Um, getting I think here's the thing I want to just say for the people the people who as much as we talk about the Lakers, you don't even hear that we nobody even talks about Luau Dang is the second highest paid player on the Lakers team. <laughs> <laughs> Luau Deng is making $18 million this year and next year. So I just want to make it clear that wow, like, <laughs> like that contract, and, and mind you, Luau Deng was drafted in the same draft with LeBron James. They both are 33 years of age. So let's just be clear about something. Luau Deng will either be contributing or he will be he will be traded. So I don't think it's hard to trade him. That's why they didn't trade him last year because his contract's so big. Look at Atlanta. They took Carmelo, gave him twenty plus million dollars. Get the hell out of here! Just to wipe it off the yeah. cap space. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is it, it, it. Don't wrong. It's about putting the best product on the on the court, but it's also foresight. It's forecasting. Right. Yeah. And okay. I don't see that with them. Yeah. So I mean, I think I, look if Kawhi if Kawhi says I'm not going to resign with y'all, yeah. I mm-hmm. can see them taking on his contract. Mm-hmm. The Raptors make the trade just to get it off the books. Right. Get that trade. Maybe get Josh Hart. God mm-hmm. forbid Kuzma or Ingram just to get Kawhi in the switch. Yeah. Yep. Cut him after this season and move forward with that cap space. I mean, pay him over X amount of years. Like I said, I think, hey, I think Kevin Durant <laughs> could be there next year. I think Kawhi Leonard could be with, with LeBron in the Lakers. So, hey, man, I, I think it has a lot of implications. Uh, shout out to sure. UCLA. Um, you know, and, and honestly, I think they should take those. I like those private oh, they are tape. They are, they're on, they're on YouTube. Yeah, you can yeah, find, yeah, yeah, yeah. find them all on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, because because to me, like, that, no disrespect, but that's like, that's bigger than the big three. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? Like, when I, I get... I mean, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm talking just, about the superstar. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm, 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 yeah, no, no, no shade. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this, <laughs> it ain't nobody playing real defense, no way. Yeah, yeah. Like, you saw Westbrook. He was out there in the court just, oh, boom, oh, just yeah. booming mm-hmm. at will. So, I'm just saying, like, you know... Hey, you guys watch the uh, the James Harden celebrity game that you put together? Oh, oh but, uh, yeah, yeah. Travis Scott. Shout out to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. 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 hey, man, Travis Scott. Hey, Russ, 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 Russ had boomed on uh, Twenty One Savage though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, he slapped the shot. He did it. Hey, he turned around. Hey, he turned around. Twenty One was the other way. Ain't about that life no more. Right, 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 right. But you know what's so what's so crazy that you bring it up, Chris? It's like um. What that shows me, and I, I know we hadn't talked about this, uh, Chance, but just look at the context. I know we, we alluded to this on like either our second or third episode about is the NBA trending to pass the NFL mm. as like the sport Oh yeah, of, of like of what I call urban culture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's and, always and, been. Well, 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 that's the thing. It's like I know, no, you know, with the whole anthem and the president and all that stuff, I think the NBA is in a perfect position to where like we're mm-hmm. even seeing – Look at the hip hop, mm-hmm. urban R and B like, like these artists they want to emulate the guys who are on that hardwood. Yeah, of course. Who are on the court and it's like it's just so crazy when you see like you even see social media wise like oh people pl- like rappers playing for ten stacks. Yeah, like putting but the bands on it. But, all right, <laughs> so they here's here's what I want to propose like. The rappers wanted to be like the basketball players. That's not new, right? Basketball players but, wanted to be like the rappers. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's cultural. Yeah, yeah, it's cultural, right? Like even Kobe had out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout, out, yeah. shout out to Shaq. Yeah. And Shaq too. Yeah. Right, right. She's Shaq's the only uh, gold, gold selling uh, athlete. Shaq. So hey, shout out to Shaq. No uh, rebound. Right. Um, but, um, but yeah, so let, 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 
So just talking about just the opportunity that the NBA has. Right. You know my stance. I think that NBA can be the global game of choice. Mm-hmm. But contrary to belief, we see that the NFL's ratings are rising now that, you know, I guess they've implemented rules to kind of block the protests. Do you think that the, the NFL can regain its market share or is it just mm-hmm. in the past? I'll let you take it. Go, you go I, first, think, I think it's a nasty little smear. Okay. That's hard to wipe off. Yeah. Okay. They're doing a good job. Yeah. You know, they, they got it they scrubbing. Try. They're scrubbing yeah. it off. Yeah. But to your point, I think the NBA is still raining. Yeah. I think it's still at the top. Yeah. And it's only getting better. And it's only getting better. It's only getting like fun to watch. You know uh, what I mean? <laughs> this, Chris, this is a perfect segue to our next topic. Zion Williamson. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Freaking agent. For all those that don't know, <laughs> he's a, uh, a player at Duke, known for his highlight dunks, right? Mm-hmm. This dude is like Dominique Wilkins, mm-hmm. he's LeBron, and dude is unbelievable. Like, he just I had, mean, we, we talking know, about dude, and he hasn't even played one official game yet. Right, right. And this dude, like, uh, <laughs> the preseason in Canada with Duke playing against all these different... 29 points. Yeah, he like average like 30 what, points 30? a game. Yeah. 11 rebounds. Yeah, like 11 rebounds. Stupid dunks. Like, this guy is <laughs> unbelievable. Jumping out the gym. If you want the numbers, yeah. right now he's averaging 29.7 points per game. Okay. Mm. 11.3 rebounds per game. <laughs> on 64.5% shooting from the field. Right. And for you three-point heads... He even made three of his nine attempts from three-point range. Crazy. So we got a triple threat on the list. Right, 33%. 33%. So I, I think that um, that he's going to be like one of the – like we're talking about the future of the NBA. This whole idea of talent and like future superstars is being developed so early. Like right. mm. these guys are becoming superstars before they even graduate high school. Oh. Like one of the things that we want to do at Harvard Sauce is we want to get in we want to get into like the high school yeah. basketball community because these guys are like literally becoming superstars overnight. Overnight. But right before our eyes. Like so that's what I'm saying. Like the NBA has this like growing platform mm-hmm. because these guys the basketball is the it sport. For sure. And these guys are becoming so much more skillful. Like mm-hmm. big men that are like seven feet tall are like Dribbling they like weren't KD. playing. They weren't playing like this back in the Man. 70s and 80s, and I, this wasn't taking place. Right, and I know that the NFL is evolving. Like you know, the game has become more pass heavy, and mm-hmm. you know, quarterbacks are better. But at the same time, when we think about just the the fandom around the game, yeah, I think the NBA is going to continue to rise in that. And I'm glad you mentioned that fandom. I mean, that's critical. That's that's so key and important. And even that tournament, that's one thing they focus on because, yeah. you know, working with the NBA is, is funny. A lot of people, you will be surprised, have no idea about the players. They have no idea about what's going on in the game. A lot of people who work on the te- technological side, you know, people that are actually coding the website or mm-hmm. people that are making sure the app runs fine, you know, they're, they're doing the quality assurance. They're doing, like, some of the... The things behind the scenes yeah. that you might not even understand. Like, okay, they're just pushing that out. Right. A lot of these people on that side of the things aren't really watching the game. Yeah. But jumping over to the highlight portion that I work on, because um, I do have two positions there. Yeah. On the highlight team, you know, we're, we are engaged. It's true fandom. Yeah. You know, we're really, we're really watching real time, almost before it even hits <laughs> TV sometimes. Right. Like, we a few seconds before, y'all. Like, we, wow. we didn't see it before it went trending. You know what I mean? That's so, crazy. 
and we're chopping it up in real time. So we're having like, you know, the producers call out, yo, grab that dunk ASAP, get that dunk. We need to put that in the highlight, chop it up. Okay, boom. We're jumping on Adobe Premiere, chopping it up, right. talking to my logger, everything look good. All right, let's push it out. Man. Sending it down to the guys downstairs in the studios, you know, the commentators, and they're reading it off. And, you know, that's what you see on, on the recap videos that people are watching on TV. But a lot of times, people don't know. Like, you, you have to be a real fan, you know, yeah. even, even with working with the NBA. And so, if that's not there, that fandom, you know, right. to your point, is, is very crucial. Yeah. And, you know, we focus a lot on that. So, yeah. And they're pushing that out on the social media teams, too. We got a whole social war room floor that's just dedicated to creating memes. Yeah, right. And think about to, to post and shit. Right. right. That's yeah. where we are now. We yeah. post the memes for a living. Like, yeah. it's yeah. happening. I mean, Chris, that's so important because when you think about the NFL, I think, I, I, I feel like that part of the progressiveness mm -hmm. of the NBA is right. lacking. And you see the, the progressiveness of the NBA permeate throughout their ecosystem. Right, So right, right. it runs to our broadcasters, mm -hmm. like, like you said, where they're putting out memes and there's House of Highlights and there's so <laughs> yeah. many different... Leecher Report, I mean. Yeah. Leecher Report is like ESPN meets Shade Room. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. There's so <laughs> many different avenues for the NBAs to curate mm -hmm. these stories. And it's right? only growing. And, you know, I think the NFL is lacking in that. In that and it's program. because the way they're running the ship there. I mean, come on, we see what's going on. I mean, yeah, not to go... Yeah. We talking about sports, we might as well... Let's, I mean, let's, let's take it there. A little baby we'll toy. So, a few minutes. So, I mean, yeah. come on. I, I think that. First of all, is it, is it even safe? Now, now people, even from <laughs> yeah. an early age, <laughs> right. people getting CTE. Right. Or, you know, people yeah. got down. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Dog, yeah. You talking about concussion? Yeah, you like, talking bro. about brain loss? Like, yeah, you think about 10 years yeah. ago when I was in high school, like, bro, like. Hey, y'all was some beasts on the field. Nah, hey, nah, shout nah, out, nah. shout out to Mac though. He nah. was he was a real one on the field. Nah, listen, listen, it's, it's so funny. <laughs> when you bring it up, I was listening to an interview with um, Demarco Murray. Mm, yeah. He retired after only eight years in the NFL. Oh, your body can only take so much. Think about that. Hey, Shannon Sharp said it. Every, every Sunday it was like running into the garage fifty times. Woo! <laughs> 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 he, he, he said he said line up. Every Sunday and run into the garage fifty times <laughs> and do that every Sunday. I'll be on that yak. And that's what it be on. He said you on the yak in the woods. Yeah, you be on the woods. Hey, that's why he said, "Hey man, run into the garage fifty times every Sunday with a helmet on. With a helmet on. With something coming back at you. Yeah, the key part. Yeah. So how you feel? Fifteen years straight. That's crazy. I'm gonna keep it real. Like my child, like you know. If I have a son, I'm I'm like, I'm I don't yeah, know if I'm letting him play football. I know he might be playing son, basketball, it's, baseball. It's it's not it's a done dog. It's, it's, it's yeah. no it's, it's no, no football. It's really a no. <laughs> That's not even yeah because like you know, <laughs> my son's about to turn one in a couple months, like four or five years down the line. No one was through. Yeah. yeah, like no, nah, like absolutely not. <laughs> like he's gonna be back, bro. Not even punter, not kicker. Uh, but nah, you don't want to go down like, like a punter yeah, and a kicker. Like, I mean, if you're playing soccer, yeah, you yeah, transition nah. into like yeah, a kicker. Right. That's what I'm saying. You cool. Like, let's play soccer, <laughs> let's play golf, let's play tennis, yeah. let's play sports that are, you they know. They get paid more, They get paid more, yeah. <laughs> and they're safer. Right. Okay. So so let's let's kind of break down the, the demise <laughs> of the NFL at, at, just because we're giving them a few minutes. And I, I love, like, the players in the NFL because I have mm -hmm. a lot of respect for them to be able to do their job for sure. underneath the – Umbrella yeah. that the NFL has portrayed the yeah. league as. I mean, the athleticism is spectacular to watch. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's breathtaking sure, seeing what takes place in the For field. sure, man. And I think some of those guys are really smart, yeah. but just the circumstance. And we see this mm -hmm. in everyday life. Politics. Like, like, just the politics of just, you know, 
the confliction of your moral values mm -hmm. alongside your corporate values. Mm -hmm. I, I think that that's like something that, you know, mm -hmm. me personally, like I want to quantify or understand what is meaningful work. Like right. why do people do what they want to do or do what they do just for, you know, a dollar or for right. the purpose? Like mm -hmm. how do we, how do we truly think about meaningful work? Right. Because I think that that shows in like, you know, athleticism, right. corporate, all this, all this stuff that we're talking about. But I think one of the things that the NFL could do better is just curate those stories like you talked about earlier. Yeah. It's like, you know, we see the NBA just being very progressive yeah. on social media. It's fun, it's lively, right? it's engaging. Yeah, and it's so much Real stories time. and like that's mm -hmm. celebrated. Right. Mm -hmm. Like in the NFL, it's, it's not about the players, it's about the shield. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's, like, <laughs> that's old news, bro. Right. That's our grandparents' bro. ball. Like, that's, we see that's what the commissioner is doing, man. Like that, that, that style of, of play is like, or that style of like branding is over with, bro. Like, it's an old mentality. People want like stories, they want to follow the players mm -hmm. and excitement. Like, right. I'm glad that they allowing these guys to celebrate a little bit. Like, a little bit now. <laughs> like, bro, T.O. and T.O. was celebrating, dog. Like, they was oh, crucifying, crucifying him. Yeah. And think about this, bro. Like, they didn't even want to celebrate T.O. at the name Hall of Fame. Are they, like, because he, he chose not to go. Yeah, because because of the way they treated him. Yeah. Like, but think about if he was in the NBA. Oh, oh Glorified. Be hanging from the Raptors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you talk about one of the best players of all time, bro. Like, Most exciting. Receiver, yeah. 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 Like, number two receiver, like, like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, and yeah. he's not even he's not even getting the proper respect. And we talking about like, oh, is he disrespecting all things? Bro, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say like <laughs> what did y'all do to this man? <laughs> right, like are y'all disrespecting him? Like, bro, you talking right. about that? But anyway, man, like that's not the NFL. Um, you know, we talk about basketball and we sure. bring the gap between the common man Hardwood talks. Yeah, and, and the NBA. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Um you know, let's go into our buy and sell portion of the show. Mm. So, Chris, just to kind of explain what this part is, and for the listeners, just to explain what this part is, we're going to go through a rapid fire. Just get your one-sentence take on why you buy this or why you're selling this. So, like, an example, Dalen, I'm going to just toss this up to you. Rockets making the finals this year. Are you buying that or selling it? Sell. Why? Mm. Lost defense, gained offense, when it counts... I think Harden is going to dribble off 18 seconds of a 24-shot clock. <laughs> and that's going to be the demise of the team, period. Okay. Okay. So that's pretty much the framework okay, yeah. of how we run this portion of the show. Shoot it. So I'll propose that same question to you, Chris. Like, mm -hmm. Rock is making the finals. Buy or sell? I'm buying it. <laughs> okay. Tell me why. I'm buying it, and I, I think we'll see something interesting come out of the Mellow acquisition. I okay. think we'll see... Something be reflamed and spark with Harden and Chris Paul. I think it's only getting better from here. Okay. I think they're looking at the West, and I think after having a really, really close shot, they want to go back, and I think they're gonna push it all the way. Okay. So I can see, I can see them taking. So let's talk about finals matchup. Um, I guess it's not even by itself. You got the Rockets in one, but like, mm -hmm. who's the other team? If I got the Rockets in the West, I'm going for Boston in the East. If okay. that's the finals matchup. By yourself. Houston Rockets beating the Celtics. <laughs> that one, I, I might, I might have to sell. I might have to sell. I might, I might take Boston. I would buy it. You would buy it. I would buy it because I, I, I just don't feel confident Kyrie Irving finishes the NBA season on the Celtics roster. Ooh, now that yeah, it is contingent on that. Okay, okay, okay. Solid, solid. 
If that's the case, then of course, he sucks. Here's, here's my thing. I don't know if Kyrie Irving even finishes the season. We got to think, man. Like, he's, uh, I'm not going to say like he's injury prone, but like, bro, like, he puts a lot of wear and tear on his body, man. Yeah. And I know he takes care of his body, eats right, does everything right, but you got to think, man. Like, he handles the ball. Like, he's a lot of pressure on Kyrie's shoulders. So, I don't know yeah. if he even finished the NBA season. Coming off mm. of a microscopic knee surgery, we're talking about, like, that's like D-Wade. Remember how D-Wade was, like, back in his heyday where it was like, hey, man, he when he played, he played. But, like, yeah. there were some times where he'd just be on the bench for, like, 10 games. And right. Be like, hey, is D-Wade, where's D-Wade? It like, did get to the awkward point with Irvin. We was just like, what, what's, what's the deal? Right, what, right, he right. And I feel like Kyrie kind of has those same, mm-hmm. you know, traits in his, in his, you know, in his career. Just based on the fact that he broke his kneecap in the NBA Finals. And ever since then, he's like, he's been trying to nurse himself back to health. And I got the mo- utmost respect for Kyrie. Of course. So, you say, I would, I would actually sell the... Celtics beating the Rockets, so I think the Rockets will win. Um, but let's let's kind of move on to the next topic. So MVP, ha! man, you know who's who we have not mentioned, which is is baffling almost. Giannis, onto yeah. Tempo. Okay, how we pronounce that? <laughs> now this guy is only getting bigger. I don't know if you've been watching it during yeah. the summer. I think literally, like, literally yeah. bigger. Like this guy yeah. looks like the Hulk. Yeah. He looks like he looks like he, he's coming to you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> Giannis, I think uh, I've seen between if, if he has a great season, I think he could take it all the way. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking like outside of the big man. Of course, we got LeBron in the conversation. Yeah. Of course, you know we, we might be considering. Um, I don't know about Hart. I don't think Hart's going to take it. But uh, you know, AD. You know, I, I can see him going back again. Anthony Davis after the, the okay. last season he had. So buy or sell Giannis winning the MVP? I'm gonna sell it. Okay. I, I think he's top he three. Who do I think wins? Ah. Damn, coming to you after this. Man, 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 man. This season, I mean, if Le- I feel like LeBron is still up there, he's always a contender. Yeah. We can't if if LeBron so does the unthinkable. LeBron wins. Say it one more time. You think LeBron wins? I think I think so. I think okay. they might get. You can it. Say it, man. It's okay. It's LeBron, I'm gonna give it. Man. Yeah. I know it's like it's what 16 season. Yeah. 33. I know it's crazy. Like him winning MVP, like. You never, happen, right? but I think LeBron is going to shatter, you know, the ceiling. I think I think he's going. I think he might take on my MVP. Okay, surprise hey, me. Hey, I agree with you. I buy that. LeBron James for MVP. Yeah. Dana, what you think? MVP. Uh, I sell LeBron for MVP. Buy. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's the only super bona fide superstar on that team. Um, he has a complete layout of a roster where he has guys who range from six, five to 6'9", mm-hmm. who can switch. Mm-hmm. So he has defensive presence. He has guys who can set him up in a position to be what he wants to be. He said last year, he said his remaining years of the NBA, he wants to be a target man, mm-hmm. not a setup man. Yeah. So that means that he wants to be the guy who can catch the, the ball on the block mm-hmm. or in motion, right. going to the basket. Um, and he also doesn't have the, the weight of another all-star, a bona fide all-star on that team. Got a seven-footer in JaVale McGee. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of good serviceable pieces. Caldwell Pope, who doesn't get a lot of mention. Stevenson. Stevenson. Oh, shout out to Stevenson. Right. I think, I think <laughs> I, look, I think Stevenson has been working hard. I think it's going to be interesting to see him pair up with LeBron. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Look out for Stevenson, man. Look I, out for him. I, I think I think Stevenson is gonna play like a Ron Artest role to what Kobe Bryant was. Right. I think he's gonna be like LeBron. I like that. Ron Artest. I, I like that. So we I like that to the show. So buy or sell less. Stevenson averaging more than ten points again. Buy. I buy that. Yeah. I buy it. Yeah. I'm buying. It, it, it's it's free space. The court is open, and it's I'll too many young guys. I'll sell it. Okay. Ooh. I'll sell it, and the only reason I sell it is when you think about what. Lance Stevenson did in Charlotte, which mm. is like a forgotten year. He only averaged yeah. nine points a game. Bro. We did, yeah. I did forget like, about man, that. But he came, he came back. He him. came back to Indiana and he, he kind of showed out a little bit. He, he, okay. he did. He did okay. But he had some fun with it. And I think he's going to provide the element. I think he's going to be fun with it. Yeah. It's going to be the Lake Show, man. We keep yeah. forgetting it's the Lake Show. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think he's going to have enough opportunity to be shooting the ball. Just based on like his his antics, like right. yeah. the the <laughs> one joke. the one thing I would say about Lance Stevenson, <laughs> he's, he's not a joke, but it's like I know, yeah, you know, he's a clown on the court. Yeah, he plays he sure. plays a lot of games. LeBron don't play that. Career average: nine point two points, five point two rebounds, two point nine assists. So given ten points, I think it's realistic. But the only thing that I w- I want to point out is this: he's he's uh, going into his ninth season. Lance is only twenty seven years of age. Young guy. Young guy. 27 is much different than 33, which is LeBron. So I just want to say that I think Lance Stevenson is in a great position as a guy who's 6'6", 230 mm-hmm. pounds. He's going to have an open floor to almost like, for example, remember LeBron, he played 35 to 40 minutes a game yeah. for yeah. Cleveland. Like, whether Lance starts or not, he's in a position to where he could come off the bench in service as a guy who's put in a position like LeBron mm-hmm. To fill the small forward or shooting guard position, mm. that's and I, and I think that's something that people underestimate. And I think Lance will start some nights because his defensive antics and I think his like people say what they want to say. Metal World Peace was a ball. Oh yeah, Lance Stevenson is oh, yeah. a ball. Nah, nah. Metal Lance Stevenson gonna be out there hey, elbowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to Metal World Peace, run our test, whatever he going by. Yeah, that dude like. <laughs> He's a warrior, right? <laughs> like the brain. Right? Yeah. Hey, um, Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. Listen, I don't think he's. I don't think he's the same caliber of player, though. No, no, no. I, I, mean, like, I think. I think Ron Artest is a cut above Lance Stevenson. Oh, really? Offensively, like Ron Artest could have won an MVP the year that he got suspended for um, fighting in uh, Auburn Hills. Okay, so like, I, I, no disrespect to him. Yeah. And Lance Stevenson, like, twenty points a game. Like this, we talking about. He was going there. Oh, okay. He was like up. today's Kawhi. Right. The only thing I would say about Lance Stevenson is this. Lance Stevenson, remember, like coming out of high school, like did, like yeah, like like, like, like we talking about like he was like on the same level like LeBron, Sebastian, like Tell Sebastian Telfair, yeah. like, yeah. like yo, like the like the Sebastian Telfair, yeah, Sebastian. yeah, I'm, I'm just saying New yeah, York, like boy. so. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the one thing I will say about Lance is he's a guy, and he already said he wants to find a home. Yeah, mm. I think him and LeBron will really develop a relationship on the court and maybe even off the court that Man. I think that I think that I think can really be great, really um, impactful to they, his career. Then you gonna blow on his ear again? Yeah. yeah. Nah. <laughs> well the good thing nah, is this nah, the thing, in, the, in the East that's been LeBron's greatest nemesis. And that's yeah. like ridiculous to even say that, but that just goes to show you like he he gives effort. Like he's Man. not a late in. Okay. Yeah. So in relation to Lance Stevenson talking about he looking for a home, yeah. go back to Indiana. The Lakers ain't your home, bro. Like I, he, he, he wasn't at this point, and, and he said, "That's what I'm saying. Like that's his home." Why like, did he leave? Like yeah, right. Like he said, he's not looking for a home. He's he looking for a place where he can just. 
I it, it sounds good, right. but I think well, he's like, yeah. to point. He just want to hoop. Yeah, he want to hoop. He ain't get paid for it. Well, well, he wants stability. Uh, if we be fair about I, mean, I think he has stability in, in, in and, the end. he left. He left to go to Charlotte. And we see what happened with him. Yeah. Well, I, I, and then we see him come back to Charlotte or, or back to Indiana and he yeah. did well. Okay, well, well, let's just say this. Over his career, he, is, he has garnered the respect of three of the NBA's greatest of all time. First, Larry Bird. His position with Indiana Pacers. Nah. Second, okay. Michael Jordan. Mike Michael Jordan, the owner, and arguably some would say the greatest player in the NBA ever. Okay. Him being in Charlotte, and now LeBron, he won his team. Well, Magic Johnson. Magic. Oh, I'm saying. I'm, 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 I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying. I, I see so, where like, you're going with that. New York. That that mentality. Yeah. He's been the greatest nemesis against LeBron in the East, just in terms of his antics. Right. I think that's a great asset to have. In LeBron's pocket right. or on LeBron's side, but I think Lance will get a chance to experience what it's like to. Lance right. even said this. He said in quotes, he said that, oh, who wouldn't want a chance every time you play with LeBron, the chance to go to the finals or to go to the finals? Okay. Who wouldn't want that? So I, I, I just think his mentality, man. I think it's. It's in the it's right gonna push it. I think it's. I think this is this is LeBron's meta world piece. Ooh. Okay. And I, I'll buy. I, okay. I'll buy that. But but like I said, I'm not gonna tell you that he's better than Kuzma. I'm not gonna tell you that he has a better upside than Lonzo, and I'm not gonna tell you that he should play more than Ingram. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, the Lakers team is a top three seed in the West. Oh. Okay, I'll stand, I'll stand with you on that. Yeah, yeah, but in terms of like Lance Stevenson averaging more than ten points a game, I sell that. Everybody. Selling it. Okay. I, I don't think there's no opportunity like you said with James Harden. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's only one ball. Yeah. And we ain't talking about Lonzo. Mm-hmm. So. Um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> moving on to the next uh, buy or sell, you know, Kawhi Leonard stays in, in, in Toronto. Chris, I'm selling it. Take first dibs. Yeah, you yeah. As we, as we spoke on him earlier, Kawhi's heart's not in it. In my personal opinion, I think he's looking at the bigger picture. I think everybody's thinking 2019, 2020 season already, and I don't see Kawhi in Toronto for – Another year, I, I see him leaving. I see him packing his bags and heading to LA soon. Okay, Dave. Um, Kawhi staying? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm selling that. Okay. Yeah. I think Kawhi's traded before the February trade deadline in this upcoming 2019 NBA season. Um, I think he's going to the Lakers, and I think it's what it's really going to come down to is them taking, if they're willing to take on Luau Dane's contract and cutting him after the season, and whether or not they're going to take a guy like Josh Hart. Kuzma or Ingram to go along with that piece. Okay. So, rookie of the year. Ooh. Buy or sell DeAndre Ayton as, or DeAndre Ayton as the rookie of the year. Ah, Chris? Now, this one's hard. Um, mm. Buy or sell DeAndre Ayton. That's what, you, that's what we're talking about. The rookie of the year. Selling. I'm selling. Um, and it's only because I'm, I'm more focused on what's going to take place with a few other guys. Because I, I look at like what happened with Donovan Mitchell. He was slept on. Yeah. He just came out of the blue and dominated. You yeah. know, nobody ever thought he would be like in consideration for rookie of the year. Although he didn't win it, me personally, respectively, I think he should have been. I think he yeah. should have been a rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at Aiden, and yeah, he looks good on paper. Everybody's like, yeah, of course, Aiden. But I'm thinking Sexton. Okay. Even Wendell Carter's ball. I mean, I don't know. We don't know who's going to come out. I mean, it's a wild shot. So the Atlanta boys. Right, Trey Young. We don't know, like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm talking about Wendell, Wendell from the A. From the A, yeah, he is. He is. You're right. You know, Sexton from the A. Is Sexton, from, yeah. I'm going. I'm going with ATL. Okay. Forever, I love, so, okay. I love Atlanta. Man. That's fair. <laughs> Buy or sell, 
Colin Sexton being uh, rookie of the year, Dana? Yeah, so I previously had said that I, I felt Colin Sexton would be um, rookie of the year. So I'm going to sell on Aiden um, being rookie of the year. The only thing I will just add an, an asterisk next to Colin is they have the Cavaliers have $32 million caught up in George Hill as well as Jordan Clarkson in contract money. That's 19 to Jordan Hill that's due, and that's another 12 or 13 that's due to Clarkson. So Colin has to beat out those two guys to be the starting point guard. Not saying it's impossible because it is possible, but if he does that, he will be the rookie of the year. Okay. Mm. So you're buying that. Well, so I'm, selling, I'm selling I'm selling eighty, but you're buying, buying, buying Colin Sexton. Okay, I agree. I buy Colin Sexton as the rookie of the year. Um, I'm sticking with the Atlanta guys. If I if it's not Colin Sexton, I think it's Wendell. When we seen him in I, summer league. Yeah, we see summer league, bro. Like, bro, that dude look like a second coming to Tim Duncan. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, dog. Fundamentals hey, down pat. Fundamental, bad. dog. Like, Fundamentals hey, down pat. He's not gonna have no flashy game. He's just gonna put up buckets. Put up buckets so, off the bank. There you go. Yeah, oh yeah, off the oh, now, off the glass. I got I got one for you. Okay. Buying and selling. Trey Young is the new Stephen Curry. Ah, oh, sell that. You gonna well, sell they, that idea? I think I think Trey Young has to adjust his game. He has to, he can't be Steph Curry. I think Trey Young has the ability to be like, you know, this is the only person. I love Trey Young. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a perfect fit for the Hawks. This is the only person that led the league in scoring and an assist mm-hmm. in the NCAA. Sure. If he could become a, more of a playmaker, then I, I, I would agree that, you know, Trey Young could be a perennial all-star. Right. But taking them deep threes and shooting, like, off the dribble like Steph, like, bro, slow down on that. Build build your leadership like right. build build your team up right and then and then, and come, then, back to and that. Get, then come back to that because you that's true you're gonna have the ability to score at all times like, mm-hmm. you're one of the most dangerous players on the court at all mm-hmm. times because you can shoot like as soon as you step over the half court like. <laughs> but at the same time like you know get your team involved that's what's gonna propel mm-hmm. you to become an all star right right um and that's just my opinion on watching the game I'm like. Never been I, I think you have a nice mentor in Vince uh, Carter. Surprise. Oh yeah, for with sure. him with him and with the Hawks, I think. For sure. I, I see Atlanta making some some changes. I don't, yeah. I don't know where they're headed, but it's interesting. And to that point, I think Vince Carter is like the perfect mentor because he mm-hmm. has superstar experience, yeah. but he also has role player experience, and I yeah. think that's something that a lot of uh, veterans like kind of miss out on or don't mm-hmm. have is like they've never been like. Hall of Famer superstar type guy. Like, right, right. We talking about Vince Carter. Like, yeah, yeah. He going to the Hall of Fame. We we might we might see like you know somebody like Jamal Crawford, like you know mm-hmm. a legend in the game, like just because of his longevity. But right. at the same time, he's not Vince Carter. Right. Yeah. So I think Vince Carter kind of adds some context to For his sure. veteran leadership as well. What do you think about Trey Young? Yeah. So um, to Chris' question, I'm gonna buy it. Okay. Trey Young will be the next Steph Curry. Right, like and here's, and here's, the reason, here's the reason why. Um, Trey Young said himself that. Hold on, hold on one second. Before you get into your, go ahead. your reason. Go ahead. How do you quantify the next Steph Curry? Are we talking Tucson MVP? Well, here's the thing. Before we quantify accolades, we you need to be in a position where you can take shots. That's the bare minimum. Yeah. We can't even talk about making them. Yeah. Just... Are you going? Are you on a team where you can jack up as many shots as you want? Yeah. Trey Young is on the team. The Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. Yeah. Shout out to the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, that's our. That's our. That's our hometown team. Yeah. Born shoot and as much as you want. You can shoot as much as you want. So he has the attempts available mm-hmm. with Shorter being gone now. So it is arguably his team. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So I buy that. 
um, Trey Young said that he thought his game was more like Steve Nast and Stephen Curry. And I read that article. Previous, yeah. previous that's, that's, episode, yeah. I critiqued him on that. Mm-hmm. Look, like, Trey, look, focus on your shooting. Shoot first, pass later. Mm-hmm. As you get additional player uh, personnel, adjust your game. Hey, man, put them up. So I buy that he so, could be yeah. the next Steph Curry because he okay. has the available shots to take him on his team. And, and here's and let's let's kind of debate like and talk this through, Dave. So I think that Trey, I want Trey on the shoot. Yeah. But I think that he has a tremendous opportunity to lead his team, like and develop mm. like group chemistry amongst the guys that he has. And I think the Hawks have a. They, they actually have a shot to make the playoffs this year. They got Baysmore. I mean, because... The Baysmore, you're talking about Josh Collins. Josh Collins. John Bro, Collins like, coming. Yeah, like, John, John Collins, I'm sorry. I got a lot of respect for him. For bro. sure. Like, and I think Trey Young could, like, make those guys better, but also get himself 20 mm-hmm. points a game. Easily, easily. We yeah, saw it without, in summer league. Without, without having to be Steph Curry. Right. Where you're just jacking and that's shots. the thing. I think I think he'll, he'll, he'll find his own lane where you don't necessarily have to compare him to, like, Steph Curry. I think he'll create something that's... His own. Yeah. So I think I think he'll find his own way. And like you said, I think 20 points is easy. He started yeah. off a little rocky in summer league, but we saw towards the end, Bro, like, he dominated. He yeah. took over. He put up, like, close like, to 30 dog, points. He's got that. a feel for the game that's, like, he, unmatched. He's, like, he's got a shot. He can shoot from so half court. I don't, I don't want him to become, like, get it fall into this trap of, like, mm-hmm. like, shooting so much. I want him to be, like, the true point guard that he is, lead the league in scoring and assist. And I think that that would serve him well. Like, if his mindset is like, hey, I'm going to do both, and I'm going to do them at a very high level, if I could just score 20 points but I can average 10 assists, then I'm good. Like, I'm good. I don't see him as, like, a 30 points per game type dude. Just based on that's not his need not for his first team. Year, yeah, yeah, I don't see that him at – well, even thinking, of like, long-term, mm-hmm. five years, I don't think he's, like, a 30 points a game. I think he's, like, 20 – I think he's, like, a Chris Paul type of player. Like, not – not in terms of like Chris Paul's greatness, but I think he's like he fits in that statistical category with, with Chris Paul. Like mm-hmm. 23, 25 points a game, sure. 10, 12 you. assists, great defense. And that's, you know? that's great stats right there. The only thing I would push back <laughs> and say yeah. the only thing I gotta push back and say is most experts would say that Trey Young was the best shooter in this draft. Oh yeah, for sure. Hands down. So just starting with that base foundation. The shot attempts is the most important thing. And, and, and let me just say this. Like, I'm looking at the Atlanta team roster. I know y'all mentioned Collins, uh, Baysmore. Um, once you get past that, we're talking about, like, Jeremy Lin. <laughs> He's like, in Atlanta. Like, yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> hey, you know, like, like, will it, we it, ever see Atlanta Sanity again? So, I think there's a possibility. Possibility is there? Bro, what do you think about this? I feel like Atlanta is that it's that new frontier where it's just you can create Bro, whatever you want. I cannot wait to go to the games this year or watch the games. Yeah, this year. yeah. One of the things that I'm so free for all. So I'm gonna jump into this right now, Dan. I hope you don't yeah hold this against me. Right with it. But in the next couple of weeks, we're gonna do a hardwood talks roundtable where we just really get our local influencers, our local friends. Like, all together, we're going to talk about basketball. We might touch on the Hawks. We might touch on a lot of different topics. Right. But in this moment, we really want to get, like, local people to talk about basketball. And we're going to parlay this into the NBA. Right. Like, once the season starts, we want these same people. Like, we're going to do Hardwood Talks Roundtable often, like, maybe once a month. Right. But, like, we want these same people to come watch the game with us. So, if you have any interest in the Atlanta Hawks, 
Like, come watch the game with us because we think, or we are believing that the Atlanta Hawks are going to like just be like, hey man, Harwood talks. Y'all come. We gonna give y'all five tickets. Y'all bring y'all crew. We gonna do a live podcast there. Sweet up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that. But like, also like when we talk about just watching the game stand alone, like right. mm-hmm. at a restaurant or like at a bar or something like that. I honestly believe that we're gonna have a flu or a slew of listeners, uh, influencers, people, just friends, family, mm-hmm. like. Just come watch the game with us. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be able to talk basketball like and talk about the Hawks. I think when we talk about, you know, Lynn Sanity and like the ability to get back to that point, I think that there's a case for that. I think that there's an opportunity. He, he has the room. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. It's it's a free for all in my opinion, man. It's it's an open, it's a blank piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and, and and look, chance put it out there. If if you enjoyed this podcast episode, Look forward, hey, Chris Claiborne is going to be part of that roundtable. Yeah. You know, so so that's already forecasted. So that's locked in. So, you know, look for big things. It will be on a monthly basis. But this first this first inaugural episode of the roundtable, it's going to be some very interesting personalities. Yeah. So look out for that. <laughs> for and, sure. and some great great sponsorships. We won't spoil anything for anybody. But mm-hmm. look out for that coming up very soon. So, yes, yeah. Sir, yes, sir. Great segue. And Hawks, Atlanta Hawks. I know we've been talking to y'all for a minute now. You know, we believe that the Atlanta Hawks organization is is going to become the the premier organization of the league, mm-hmm. and we want to be on the cutting edge of pushing that brand and the brand awareness throughout the league, just through our podcast, right. people that we know. We know Atlanta is one of the most influential cities in the world. Absolutely, um, and we believe the Atlanta Hawks organization is going to be one of the most influential as well. But Absolutely. just kind of just like getting back into just basketball. Um, do you buy or sell? Well, let's, let's let's just get your finals predictions. Talk to me. You said you said you said that you believe. I know that you believe that Houston is going to be in the finals, right? Well, I wouldn't put Houston over the Warriors. Okay. Now, if if so, for the finals prediction, I would have to say it's either Warriors versus Boston or Warriors versus possibly Toronto. Okay. Maybe. Or versus... Let's get your definitive answer before we let you go, Chris. Okay, okay. Who's going to be in the finals? If Kyrie stays, Warriors, Boston. <laughs> Warriors, Boston. Okay. Dave? Yeah, um, for this 2018-2019 season, um, I just want to say that I have the Lakers Ooh. versus... The Washington Wizards. Oh, I love it. With respect to my comment, I just want to put an asterisk next to it that look for at least three to four all-star trade transactions to take place between October and February in terms of the the trade deadline Mm -hmm. due to players who will not sign extensions with their present existing team. Okay, give me some context. Three to four all-star player trades, right? Right. Potential. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, One. Kyrie Irving, Two. and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, three. Okay, that's fair. And I wouldn't rule out. I wouldn't rule. And this is so far fetched, but I wouldn't rule it out. Um, not. I, I never like to count a man's pockets, but shout out to Anthony Davis. Uh, I know you just bought an eight million dollar home in Los Angeles, in California. I can't rule it out. I can't rule it out. I just, I, I, hey, hey, look, look, we all trying to get to the hills. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know. That's fair. That's fair. And that'll be huge. It would be. All right. So, 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 just to kind of just 
give my opinion. I think that the Lakers in the finals okay. against Man, what's on my heart right now? It's in your heart. Indiana Pacers. Woo! Out of Depot! Bro. <laughs> Depot, we did not touch on him, but oh, hey, MVP talks, on. he could. So, okay, this is the reason why. This is the reason why. Let me mm. ask some context. Okay. Mm. We're talking about Oladipo. I think he can be truly an MVP candidate next year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Real, yeah, realistically. Realistically, and we're talking about the East. And I think there's going to be some, like, you know, infighting between the East, like, yeah, I think there's gonna be teams that literally cancel themselves out. Like, oh, I think the Celtics and the Raptors might meet up and they boom, like the Raptors make it and like Kawhi's hard not in it and they play the Indiana Pacers and the Pacers <laughs> Like, it's just some like weird stuff like that happens within the East, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that the Indiana Pacers with their core team today could beat the Washington Wizards. Okay. Okay. And now the wild card is the Bucks. Like we, the Bucks we, are the wild card, like, for sure. The Bucks are the wild card, but I don't think they have anybody that can stop Giannis. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think the Indiana Pacers have like a legit chance. Dude, we seen Indiana Pacers almost take almost out the Cavs. Oh, yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying. We that's what keep I'm forgetting saying. about that. Right, that's what I'm saying. And they're arguably, like, they should have won it. Some people would say it was like, rigged. Like, yeah, we talking game seven. LeBron, like, we talking that shot. Like, like bro, and, I, and I, I feel like if they would have beat LeBron, like, they would have literally they would have the won yeah. against the Boston Celtics, and it would have been like... Yeah, I, I'll give you that. They would have yeah. been to the Eastern Conference. So, so, so just sure. given the fact that they bring back pretty mm-hmm. much their whole team without Lance Stevenson, mm-hmm. with the exception of Lance Stevenson, mm-hmm. who only averaged nine points a game, I think the Indiana Pacers have a very great chance For sure. at winning the Eastern Conference this year. Hmm. Given and that's against the the, the Philadelphia seventies. Yeah, that's against the seventy sixers, that's against Boston. Okay. And I know my, my viewpoint is kinda like offset. Um, but at the same time I think that Oladipo, like bro, he can literally be an MVP candidate. He's put putting in the work, top three pick, you know, in the NBA draft. Right. I think he's only really realizing mm-hmm. his potential, and it's only going to get stronger. Like, last year, he had a great season, most improved player of the year. Breakout season. But when we think about Oladipo, I think he can be, like, 28, 29 points a game and lead his team to, like, a deep run into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Potentially the finals. When okay. you say MVP candidate. Top three. They got to – okay. Top three or four. What – what? so what seed does Indiana need to be in in order for him to be considered for MVP candidate? Ah, uh, four. Yeah, four or five. I put them at four. If, if they can get four or five, then they, they, they have a great chance of winning. Because mm-hmm. you think about how they see the, the playoffs, the four and 15 play against each other. I think the Indiana team will, will beat whoever the fifth seed is. Mm-hmm. And then you think about just one versus, like, what, eight? Mm-hmm. And then two versus seven? Right. Like, I think that the Indiana Pacers set themselves up to beat the number one seed or the number two seed, like, within the playoffs. And then you got, you know, whoever comes out of that is... Right. Kind of the leftover, so that could be Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. I don't believe in Ben Simmons yet. Like, and I think Joel Embiid is a great player, but I think he needs people to give him the ball, and I think that hinders his game at some point. Any I center, think, yeah, any center or any big man that needs is reliant upon right. a point guard. Yeah, that hinders their game. So I think that with Oladipo's ball handling skills, his ability to score inside and outside. And his ability to play defense against the greatest, like one of the greatest stars in the league, whether that be, you know, LeBron or 
not even LeBron because he didn't play defense on LeBron, but like let's say a Kyrie Irving or uh, a Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. like just to just to keep Ben Simmons out of the paint. Right. right. I think that they have a great shot of winning. Just for the for the people at home, give context about Victor Aladipo. If you don't know, he's only 26 years of age. He was born in 1992. He he was drafted in the 2013 draft in the first round as the second pick, and he's going into his sixth season. And last year, he's coming off an average of 23 points per game, five rebounds per game, with four assists. So just keeping that all in context, we're talking about a guy who. As a point guard who can play shooting guard, he's not far behind Kyrie. Uh, but with that being said, he's in the Eastern Conference where he doesn't have as much competition as what would be in the West. Mm-hmm. Most improved player of the year. Let's not shout out. Shout out to that. Shout as out well. to that. Yeah. yeah. So he's right there. <laughs> he so, keeps doing what he's doing. He's MVP. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's MVP. I think he's in the running MVP. But I think guy. I think I think that his team could potentially be in the final section. Right. I think I think Indiana and what I say the Lakers. Indiana so, Lakers. Indiana Lakers. Whew. You got Wizards. I got the Lakers and the Wizards. The Wizards. <laughs> and, that, and, and that sounds far fetched, but I, I like time, the idea of it. But I'm just telling you, man, these Warriors. Bro, I think they're gonna one somebody's gonna. I don't like it. Somebody's this, gonna get injured. Like you gotta think. And now I don't. I don't oh, because like, I, I thought that way before this season kicked off. This past season, yeah. I was like, man, the Warriors ain't gonna take it there again. Well, somebody did. They did. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Running, and, they, and they kept running. Yeah. Without yeah. him. <laughs> Even in the playoffs, he was injured. And now they add the right. Boogie Cousins. Now they add Boogie. Who doesn't have to come back to the playoffs? Because <laughs> there's no need for him to come back to the playoffs. <clears throat> I know we did long on our episode, but like, I don't think that Boogie, Boogie Cousins is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I respect Boogie's game, and I. You don't think you know, he's McGahey, Boogie Cousins? You, you. Nah, I don't think. I don't think he's like. I don't think he's like. He's gonna contribute what they he's need. He's gonna replace uh, Javale McGee. I think Javale McGee was like, he was like one of the players that could switch one on five. Yeah. Like, and Boogie Cousins is like, he plays a certain game like that's unmatched in his, mm-hmm. in his league. But right. at the same time. He's a he's a he's a superstar. He's a superstar player. He's not like a role player who fits a need. Right. Um, so it, it, it it's just they're just adding scoring. Like he's not like a mm-hmm. a perennial defensive player of the year. Like bro, like he's 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 a scorer. Like yeah, if Buddy Cousins has put up like, what fifty points almost. Yeah, like man, I, what I, big man is doing? And I think I think Buddy Cousins deserves a max deal. Like oh, pay the man. What well, pay, pay the man? What the hell did he accept? Was a it? 2.5. Like 5.2. Minimum, yeah. <sighs> minimum league deal. 5.2. This is minimum. But, yeah. but keep this in mind. Keep the context. He turned down a two-year, $40 million deal with the, with, Pelicans. The, with, with the Pelicans during the playoffs. Yeah. Before they was knocked out. So he chose to turn that down, thinking he was worth more. So I, I just don't think that the Warriors make it um, to the finals. And I know I've been saying this probably the past four years. Like, but at the same time, I just think that they have. Um, there's a lot of risk there. Yeah. Are we talking about chemistry? Like, let's just start there, and then we talking about longevity of these people like getting injured. Like, we talking about Steph Curry. We talking about Kevin mm-hmm. Durant broken foot, yeah. sixty games. Like, you know, and, and we talking about Billy Cousins coming off an Achilles injury, mm-hmm. right? And then we're losing our, our role players that really set the foundation for, like, how we play the game. But uh, they still had, I mean, but Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. They still got Iguodala. They still got Iguodala. Livingston. 
and they developing their core group that's been there. I think I think I think I would expect more from their their young players than I would have any guy and Livingston. Those guys are last leg. Last leg, bro. That's fair. I mean, based off the time in the NBA and the injuries that both of them have have experienced, mm-hmm. that's fair. Don't don't forget David West. Um, but I understand last leg. Yeah. But you know, one thing I will say is this: there will be a time when the NBA will move past Golden State. But the question is: is it now, or is it later? And I that's something we later. don't know yet. Yeah, we gotta wait and see. Yeah, we gotta and wait. And that's the exciting thing. That's why we all love the sport. We gotta no, wait and if see. The, if the season was shorter. I would give the Warriors a chance at like winning it again. Yeah. When you're talking about 82 games against yeah. these guys who play at a high level every single day. Yeah. And we're talking about guys who are not injury prone, but have had injuries before. Right. It's part of the game. Like big, big, big injuries like broken foot, broken ankles, like. It's part. It's part of the game. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's with any team. It's almost supernatural. The only person we can name that has not had a major <laughs> or really even significant injury is LeBron James. Right, right. So everybody but the king. That within itself is like. Right. I'm not going to Right. Knock on all the wood. Yeah, well, hey, <laughs> like I said, you know, it is what it is. But yeah. I, you know, what, what I will say is because we don't know what this Lakers team or what this Houston team is going to be mm-hmm. against this Golden State team. And let's just be real. When you win three out of the last four championships, they're a dynasty. Yeah, it's a dynasty. Oh but, yeah, for sure. Right, right. For but, sure. but you're open to complete becoming complacent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Egos. Mm-hmm. L- laziness. That hunger's not there. Has yeah. injuries as well, like the coach has injuries. Like there's so many different factors that can like that's yeah, true too. Like, yeah. Affect the Warriors. Yeah. At the same time, I respect their greatness, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they in the finals again. I just don't think they make it, especially with LeBron and West. Um, that's that's the dynamic that we can't control yet. Right. He's the uncontrolled variable yeah. in the scientific experiment of the con- We are about Western to Conference. see how great LeBron James is. Really? At 33 going to 34, we are. Yep. So, it's going to be a test of time. Yep. Yeah, sure. it's going to be a test of time. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Um, this has been a great episode of our Talks. pleasure, brother. It's been a pleasure. I'm honored to have my Man. boy Chris Claiborne. <laughs> likewise, likewise. With us today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, Dale. Appreciate your chance. Hardwood Classics, man. Yeah. Hardwood Talks. This is this is. This is, this is one for the books. Yeah, definitely. It's one for the books, man. And I yeah. want to bring you guys to campus. I want to take you on a tour. You know, yeah. show you guys the set. I want to bring you down to NBA on TNT and let you see NBA TV. Oh let man. You see the ins our and outs. And hey, we're gonna be recording. I want you, hey, you hand it first here. The next. Well, maybe not the next episode, but this upcoming year, as the season, as the season progresses, yeah, as, as things are kicking off, yeah. Look for we that. will be hosting a podcast on campus. Oh, okay, okay, hey, okay. Where, hey. where is happening? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, you heard it here first, man. Well, look, you know, first, let's just take the time, you know, for me and Chance, as well as even Chris on this episode, we appreciate all the listeners. Um, you could have did whatever you want to do with your time, but you listen to us, so we thank you for that. Um, of course, Chance touched on it, the round table. Look out for that upcoming. Um, as we always do, man, we want to shout out to any upcoming sponsors who see an opportunity to partner with us. You know, if you have a message, a product, a solution, a service that you want to get out, listen, if you got a message you want to get out, connect with us. I don't care if you're a sole proprietor, if you just came up with an idea, if you're a thought leader, or if you're an official business owner who's delegating real responsibilities in the community and you're employing other people, connect with either myself or Chance. 
What's the email chance? Hardwoodtalks at gmail.com. Again, hardwoodtalks at gmail.com. This has been a great episode. Shout out to Chris Claiborne. Woo. And um, man, look, let, let me just emphasize again about Chris. Like, just so you understand as a listener, Chris is providing a viewpoint that most people don't provide. Yeah. Like, we're talking about instant replay. We're yeah. talking about direct Recap. insight, like recapping and working for, you know. I'm working on the app itself. I'm making literally. sure that shit works. Literally. You watching on your phone, your PS4, you watching yeah. on your laptop. Literally. You having some issues going on, we the first responders. We, we, wow. We're fixing the issues before you see it. Literally. Like, listen. Making you, sure you watch your game, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you, wow. if you call 911, like, forget the police. And like forget like the, the dispatch, the ambulance was gonna pick you up. That is that is that is That's Chris. Us. That's Chris in terms of we got he, you. he's connecting you with the life support. Yeah. That's gonna sustain we bring you back you. to life. And um, you know it's entertainment, but we just want to make sure that you understand sure. that Hardwood Talks is giving you not just the bosses, yeah. but the but the laborers, yeah. the contributors, the ones who who are who are making it happen, who's right. behind the scenes making it happen. So. Chris, man, we really appreciate you. Appreciate y'all, man. Um, hey, man, look, you know, from me to everybody, we thank you so much. Chance, close us out, man. Hey, with that being said, episode five of Hardwood Talks is a wrap. Thank y'all. It's a wrap. Peace. <laughs>